0: Hey, wrestle fans! you're listening to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, Episode 44, Who Hates Who? What's up, Warheads? Episode 44, Wednesday Night War Podcast. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Brett, how are you, pal? You sound jovial. Listen, I'm in a, I'm in a good mood, uh, good enough anyway, as good as can be expected, uh... Because of the, what I had last week and uh, what wrestling decided I deserved this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to talk set, set wrestling. Set the tone for the show, yes. my friend. Try trying to stay positive uh, because uh, I'm going to get mousetrapped into some negative later. Um,
1: God damn you. Right.
0: So, pal, good to see you. Glad to be talking to you glad to talk about wrestling.
1: I'm I'm here. I'm in the house. But goddamn. We
0: got a lot to talk about. We certainly do. Because we have Deadly Draw night 2. <laughs> we got AW Dark
1: 46 that we split.
0: The, yeah, cuz when
1: it popped up and it said an hour and a half I right. went, "Hey, hey bud." Yeah. Uh, we've we've
0: grown our intelligence and realized we don't have to uh, both of us suffer through these shows that nobody believes or even book the way they book them anyway. No. Then we got Dynamite. Then we got NXT. And we got some news just to lead off. We got to talk about what we're going to do next week because basketball is kicking AEW to the curb. As it should. So uh, we got lots to cover. We started late. Let's get rolling. Uh, I'm going to not talk about how tired I am because, one, I'm not tired. And, two, Joe supposed to on to rant about people complaining about how tired they are and yawning into the microphone. I was like, that's totally me. Joe sending me this message. Uh, mm. So our, po- our inner podcast feud... Uh, continues, whether whether he wants it to or not, or whether he participates or not. I was going to
1: say, this is like a one-sided, like, blood feud. It's
0: almost as if we're fighting for the WWE uh, Hardcore title. So, Brett, pal.
1: <laughs> yes, DJ.
0: Let's talk some news, buddy. Uh, right, since we recorded late, some news broke. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so it came out today, like, I think literally maybe tonight. Yeah. We had some um, AEW releases. One, I was kind of like, hmm, whatever. doesn't matter. The other two, I was like, well, it kind of makes sense. So the first one that I saw was Sadie Gibbs, Mm -hmm. which I don't know when the last time she was even on television. She was barely on television, right? Uh, You know, I don't. Uh, no... Like, I think they ran, like, like two vignettes for her. Maybe she was yeah. in a battle royal or Oh, yeah, shit. it's been a
0: long time since we saw Sa- Sadie Gibbs.
1: You know who I thought, like, when I read it first, who yeah. it was? Um, oh, God, who was that one who was feuding with Niall Rose? She wore, like, the Dragon Ball Z gear, not Rhea Ripley. Shayna. That's Shayna. it, yeah. yeah. So they showed
0: her in the <laughs> heels promo... And I was like, oh, I miss her. But she's probably, she's like from France or Brazil or whatever, she, yeah. or a Brazilian living in France. So she's probably stuck there. But she was really good. So I hope she sticks around and comes back. Yeah. But yeah, Sadie Gibbs, we haven't seen in a long time.
1: Yeah. Weird. So I yeah. G- it's just, <laughs> I guess, just, hey, trim the fat, I guess. I, Not I, that, I mean, she, like, wh- I, it's like you hate to say, like, you hate to see anybody lose a job. Yeah. Especially when they didn't do anything. Yeah. But in this case, it's like, she, but she's know. she's like, an indie
0: name. She'll be she'll go back to the indies yeah, and be fine. It is weird they weren't using her. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't. Well, I think a... she
1: was from England.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so maybe she she's stuck over there. Yeah. And whatever. Stinks. Yeah. I don't see anybody gone necessarily. Well, speaking of it,
1: well now kind of makes sense. Well, sorta. Speaking of uh, the next two that got released, they're both from England.
0: No. Oh.
1: We have Jimmy
0: Havoc. Isolationist. Uh, the The cons are isolationists. That's yes. what they they want an all American company.
1: So apparently Jimmy Havoc got the boot. Okay. Which, eh, okay, good riddance, you know. And uh, B Priestley. Yeah. Well, again, uh,
0: both those more much more controversial. Yes. Uh B Priestley much more. Uh, well known and booked in Japan, so I'm sure she's gonna stay there with yeah, Will. Yeah, so let's go
1: back to start. Uh,
0: even though they got in some shit. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, we also all know his shit. Um, again, never really fit, never really found his place. And uh, fingers crossed, Kip Sabian's next.
1: I look at it this way, though. Like
0: I don't actually want him out of a job. Yeah, I just he like, doesn't have a purpose.
1: Well, Kip compared to like those two though, like Kip didn't do anything wrong. No, Kip did nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's just
0: not entertaining. Well. And any momentum true. they tried to have was with him and Jimmy. They were trying to build something with yeah. them as a tag team. And you know. so
1: yeah, they're all gone. But, um, it's literally not going to affect week to week programming at no, all. Not Cause really. I, B hasn't been on in a, yeah. in a long time. Mm-hmm. Sadie. Like I said, maybe once or twice. Yeah, like ever. I think B was once or twice ever too. Well, B B kind of like had a little feud with Britt Baker. Yeah. What about um, Jamie Hader? Uh, was she ever signed? No, okay. but I think she kind of caught some shit this really? week. What'd she do? Uh, she got booked on like the one Rev Pro show because Rev Pro's back now, and they booked Osprey to okay. from over in England. Yeah. I guess she caught some some shit because. Rev Pro's is catching shit for their response. Right. So I think she deleted all of like her shit. Like she came to the defense of Rev Pro? I don't, I didn't see it, hmm. but I think it was just like, why the fuck are you taking a booking with Osprey on the same show? Ugh. Her and Bea are like right. best friends, so. Sure. I, okay. The whole
0: fucking thing. Who else is was so on a, Who else is on a Rev Pro show? I thought like all, I thought the whole scene got shit canned.
1: No, so Rev Pro they were the ones working with uh, like New yeah. Japan. Yeah, yeah, like that's where like Shooter is mm-hmm. doing his. Uh, oh, is that where he's on? That's yeah, where he's, he's on his Rev excursion. Pro, so, okay. but I guess Rev Pro's response to this. So whole it's like thing, where Ishii was champ
0: there and stuff. That's yes, Rev Pro. Okay. Yes, yeah. All right. Interesting.
1: So, who knows? Yeah. I I don't really pay attention yeah. to Brit wrestling the way it is, but yeah. like British wrestling, I should say. Um, but yeah. Okay. So well, they're all, <laughs> all right. Well,
0: uh, I mean the only, the only, uh, British guy off the top of my head, uh, Bulldog. that I could uh, really would be hurt over a W not bringing back is, uh, Neville pack. Talk, and he's like, is he Irish? Or he's Scottish. I think he's what Scottish. He? Whatever. Whatever. It anyway, doesn't listen. matter. Don't, listen, I, 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 it does matter. I don't. I apologize to all our European friends. No, um, nobody from Europe listens to the show. Uh, That's a lie. It is a lie. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Pat, Pac would be the one I'd be most upset about because he is so good, and I can't wait for Death Triangle and a rubber match to be back. Oh, I can't wait back. for them to be back. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, it sucks to see anybody lose a job. They'll be fine, though, I think, once the Indies get up and rolling again. Jimmy Havoc will, will enter a death match tournament. He'll uh, be able to leave rehab because what's the point of doing rehab now if he doesn't want to? Yeah. Um, and uh, Like you said,
1: B will be fine. Yeah, they'll in be Japan. fine. Just so go to Stardom yeah. and.
0: Exactly. They'll it, get booked on their back. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, best wishes uh, for all of them. Uh, but Sadie Gibbs is the only one who is like, eh, bummer, because she didn't really do anything wrong. Yeah. At least not that I know of. Yeah. But anything else, pal? Not that I can think of. Okay. Because we have a lot to cover. We do. Um, Starting with uh, our uh, $50 a year membership. No, that's not us. Um, I would rather eat my shoe. <laughs> Heel first. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Deadly Draw. Yeah, that's so, where we're starting, right?
1: Yeah, so Deadly Draw. So. Um, <laughs> I I tried watching this on Monday. Right. Uh, the first match, I literally shut it off. Okay. And I texted you, and I was like, I can't. I'm like, it's it's fucking, it's terrible. Okay. You made it to that match.
0: Yeah. Okay, because there was, like, promos and stuff beforehand. Uh-huh. Okay, so. Uh, hearing that and knowing that last week, uh, because of circumstances, I didn't watch Deadly Draw Night 1, I jumped on this grenade for us. Thank you, pal. Uh, and watch this, which means next week you get to, well, they're going to be on regular TV, I think, from starting now, right?
1: Yeah, I think the fi- Yeah. Or... I think they're doing the the, well, the next round. There's, there's, I think the, ne- like the next, like, two matches... The semifinals yeah. are going to be on next week, and then the finals are on Saturday Night Dynamite. No. Yeah, there are... There's only... So oh, really? so they're okay. so
0: they're doing like so Tuesday so Monday is going to be the next round, like the next YouTube show, which is the semifinals, yeah. and then oh okay, and then the finals right, well, are going
1: to be Saturday okay. night Dynamite. Weird,
0: but all right. So we'll uh, figure that whatever, uh, we'll figure that out. So deadly draw night two. Uh, there were some promos I didn't take note of them. <laughs> just everyone picking their thingers uh, to see who's on whose team. Uh, first match we get Ray Chanel and Leva Bates. Versus Big and Little Swole. And this is the match that you just were like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm out.
1: I think you're going to probably know the spot where I officially said, I'm done. Oh, no. What spot? No. No. Uh, Tell me. I I think when, uh, I think it was Little Swole had Leva in a submission. Uh Uh-huh. And Rage comes in to break up the submission by combing uh, Little Swole's hair. Yes. And that's officially when I went... I'm out. Okay, alright. So you're you're against personal grooming habits.
0: Good to know. Have you seen him uh, well lately? no, you're handsome,
1: so Oh thanks, pal. You uh, did say I look like John Crook. <laughs> that made me real happy.
0: <laughs> so uh, I will tell you about this match that uh, my own one and only note is not horrible. <laughs> that was it.
1: Were you watching the same fucking thing? Uh,
0: you know, I, I didn't <laughs> think it was terrible. I I like Big Swole. She
1: used a comb, okay, and not hit her with a comb or jabbed it into her eye. Right. She My combed eye. her hair. Right. To break up a submission again. Not horrible.
0: <laughs> as, Leva a whole, as a was whole, as a in the match as a whole, not horrible. I, I'm gonna stand by that. It wasn't good, but I'm gonna say it wasn't horrible. There were things <sighs> that entertained me. I liked Big Swole. I didn't mind Little Swole. Ray Chanel threw, like, finally got a little stiff-ski in ski in this match, um, but, like, not overall. Like, she threw some good, like, forearms and strikes, but overall, it kind of a disaster. Uh, Leva Bates uh, is something. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, not horrible. That's as far as I got. Remember when she was blue pants? I, I, I do, UFC. and I actually have a really hard time believing that that's the same person. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, oh, I remember, like, being excited, and Blue Pants was, like, super over. Blue Pants was so fucking over. And I, like, picture in my brain. I'm like, that's not Leva Bates.
1: Show sure is. Okay,
0: well, all right. So that was the first match. B- big and little small win. They're on to the semifinals. Second match, we got Ivelisse and Diamante tagging up because they look alike with the same bandanas on their heads. uh, Ivalice, uh known for working with Chase and Rance. So, that's some bullshit. Uh, Versus Paul Ellering's kid, Rachel Ellering.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, What's her thing? She's the strong smile instead of strong style? Yes.
0: Yes. And lots of Paul Ellering getting put over on commentary. Did
1: Paul Ellering show up?
0: No. Did Rocco show up? Yes. No. (laughs) Alright. Yeah. Uh, Teaming with the AEW debuting, I believe, Dasha, who used to host Dark with Tony. Oh, yeah. She used to be a wrestler. I think she blew her knee out like, so she a long worked. time ago. She's working.
1: Oh, well, good for her.
0: She worked. Uh, I don't have any problem with Dasha that I can uh, see. Uh, sure don't. So this match I also have one note for. Okay. And it is yuck.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Because uh, this match stunk.
1: Break it down, brother.
0: Uh, I can't break it down because that is a, as deep as I want to get on these match. Perfect, actually. Yuck. Yeah, but I will say, Rachel Ellering could be good. Dasha looked all right. Dasha, inexperienced, but fine. Rachel Ellering, I was like, all right, they're putting over Precious Paul. Like they're talking about that. She comes from the good pedigree. Um, you know, they're talking about Paul as a wrestler before he became a manager and all that fun stuff. Um... Could be good. Wasn't good here. Okay. But could be good. And I think she was on Dark too. She was. Not my portion. Of Not in your portion, but on my portion. So I got double the dose oh, of Rachel wow. Ellering. So, um, that's it for Deadly Draw. Evalees and Diamante win. They're going on to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. I think who's I don't know what the lineup is. I forget. I don't we know. We just talked about it. Doesn't matter. It's the Nightmare Sisters. And one, one of those two teams, either Ivelisse and Diamante. It, or I'll just run the four teams down. It's, it's sure. Nightmare Sisters. It's Ivelisse and Diamante. It's Big and Little Swole. And it's Anna Jay and... Uh, Tay Conti. Tay Conti. NXT's Tay Conti. Yes. Okay. That's it for Deadly Draw Night 2. We will... Uh, I mean, the Nightmare Sisters are going to win that shit. But anyway, let's talk dark, pal.
1: Let's get into it.
0: You got first half, I got second half this time. Yeah. Which is how we should always we should always flip back and forth like that. I agree with you. Uh, I don't mind if it's under an hour, I'll watch the whole thing.
1: I'm the same way.
0: That's our dark policy from here on. Yeah. Under an hour, we'll watch it. it Over it, an hour, even if it's an hour and one minute. We're splitting that we're shit. We're splitting <laughs> it in half.
1: <laughs> we need to split it. That's how this is working. Oh, uh, I can't. All right. First I, I
0: spent my time watching Dark sitting at my computer burning old WWF Coliseum videos Ooh. from 91 to 94 of the World Tour and the WrestleFests. So my time was well spent.
1: I don't know what I did. when I I think I was just sitting, in my, just, sitting just, on my just couch wept. wallowing in yeah. misery. All right, but go ahead, pal. Yeah. I got four
0: matches on this one.
1: I don't know how many I have, All right, but I'll, I know the cutoff. Okay. First match, we have Stagger Lee Johnson. Going up against Ray Phoenix. Okay. I don't know if you saw... Uh, no
0: shit, I just looked at my notes and I'm like, that's not what I have first, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah,
1: yay yeah, you. Welcome to, the, <laughs> welcome to the program. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jerry only. Welcome to the party, honey. <laughs> Ray Phoenix over Lee Johnson. Okay. I don't know if you saw the clip making the rounds today. Uh, the production crew fucking did Ray Phoenix real dirty. Oh, yeah? So, there's a spot in the match where he has Johnson kind of like in the ropes. Mm-hmm. Like, just beating on him, you know. Like, down on the ground. It's clear as fuck. And they left it in. He's... Ray Fink's isn't even coming close to touching him. He's just hitting his own shoulder. Oh, yeah? Like, hits he's, him probably he, six or he's seven. He's throwing them Dark Order uh, on yes. Dustin Rhodes' punches? Like, going six or seven times at him. Sure. Uh, here's the And I feel like people brought up good arguments on both points. Part of it is, listen... There's nobody fucking in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to waylay on this dude? Right. Like, I, I'm just going to... You know, like... Leave I, I, it I, to the directors and the crew. Leave it to the production crew. Yeah. Just shoot a different angle. Shoot, shoot around from it from behind. Yep. Shoot around it. Something. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you would figure, right? right? Well, they didn't. Okay. That sucks. And then another part of it is... Oh, which uh, this, this really fucking got under my craw a lot this week, was... Oh, if this was uh, WWE, you'd be fucking crucifying them for this. Mm. And it's like enough, guys. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the Dark Order thing was on live TV, and yeah, it was fucking yeah, real bad when that happened. But like, I guess I could see both parts of it. Like, I don't know. I I I was actually like, really me. I'm like the production crew did them bad. Yeah, and I get that where people are saying like, why. There's nobody there. It's a dark match. Why is he gonna like lay his shit in? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You leave that up to your production crew. You're supposed to be professionals. You don't zoom in and literally just hit him hitting his right. shoulder. And it's taped like, so they can cut that shit out even exactly. if they need it to. Yeah. Well, you know their their history of cutting things out on dark. They fucking they don't. don't. Yeah,
0: because they they have as much interest in watching it as we do. Sure do. But
1: match was match was actually kind how was Lee solid. Johnson
0: work? Look, because I I'm not I'm, bad. I like Lee Johnson. Yeah,
1: not bad. It yeah. was.
0: Uh, Probably a bit of a hard guy for him to have to keep up with. Yeah, because
1: Ray Phoenix, he just, yeah. he's but I like yeah. Lee Johnson. Um, next match, I have Alex Chamberlain, the debuting Alex Chamberlain. Okay. Apparently, he's like a 17-year veteran. I saw, uh, okay. I was on Reddit today on the one uh, Squirt Circle thing, and mm-hmm. he, he actually posted in there and was yeah. just like, holy shit, I've been doing this for 17 years. Like, wow, this okay. is my first shot. I'm like, I never heard of you, but good on you. Going up against Sean Spears. Oh, God, Sean, damn it. Sean Spears won four minutes, blah, blah, blah. With the glove? Yeah. Okay. Next match, the Gun Club. Ooh. Going up against uh, Captain Sean Dean. Okay. I want to say Major. The captain, yep. And the debuting Badu. Okay. I might not say, be saying that right, but Mbadoo. Okay. I wanted to be Erica Badu's, like, brother. Oh. My guess. So
0: I actually saw this dude in like their little clip of like like who mm-hmm. what the M-Badu. matches are. So I uh, my guess, and I don't know if this is true, and maybe maybe it's completely fucking wrong. But uh, Black Panther's villain, uh, played by Clark Duke in the movie, is Mbaku. Ah, okay. So um, it might be
1: M'Badu, like you said. Yeah. Sort of like M-Badu. play off that a little bit. Yes. but All right. Uh, he got a lot of shit in on Billy Gunn. Yeah? And even like commentary like Taz has put him over, he's like, This kid like is legit. He big guy? Little guy? He's big. Yeah. Like yeah. Will Hobbs big? I think he might be taller. Really? Yeah, but, Ooh, he but w- not a stick. No, but, but he was getting a, he was getting a lot of shit yeah. in on Billy, okay. and I was like, "Wow, good on Billy." Yeah, uh, you could tell he's he's real raw though, and they pointed it out on commentary. Uh, God damn it! They're going, "Oh, the way his you know his steps are in the ring, and he's very raw." Fuck! Well, start calling Cody out for that same shit then. I agree. Uh, uh, the no, match th- itself was kind of yeah dull. Okay, well, you know yeah. Um. All right, next match. Kip Sabian going up against um, Michael Stevens. Uh, Michael Stevens like his gimmick because he just like prances around and uh, kind of plays like an old like I don't know. It's like I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's just like it's like that provocative. Like fans will hate him because he does provocative things. Okay, like rubbing up on Kip Sabian. Okay, uh, like. Show like Goldust used to do. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, when he was prancing around, he reminded me of Elegant Elliot often. Oh, God damn it. Quite a bit. <laughs> and, <laughs> right? Right? Uh, right? Right? <laughs> I was like, oh, he's doing the Elliot weird. The king of all media. The, the Elliot right? dance. <laughs> oh, God. What a guy. Uh, <laughs> I can go off, but listen, I won't. <laughs> listen, listen.
0: Wrestling version of Elegant Elliot Often is something that I would watch every week.
1: <laughs> You're a fucking beef stew. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you get...
0: If somebody can... Is Elliot around? Is he still a dude? I don't know. Can we get Elliot, <laughs> Elegant Elliot Often into a wrestling ring somewhere? Like, who do I have to call? Like, can I book him for next year's, like, real rumble at the Mahoning this
1: weekend? Oh, Jesus like, Christ.
0: Like, I want Elegant Elliot, Elliot Often the real one, in a wrestling ring.
1: I don't know if I want to be anywhere near elegant, Elliot often okay. at this well, point in life. Right. or Or even years ago either. Anyway. All right. Kip Sabian. Right. Fine. <laughs> I, you you got to stop because I won't. <laughs> I can't stop when I start. All right. Uh, Kip Sabian wins in five minutes. Uh, like, yeah. Stevens, it was just like, uh, it was just okay. a goofball, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like. I don't know, it remind me of like when Elliot would be in his dresses in in the street. Yeah, sure. Just jogging in his pantyhose yeah. he's pulled up over his yeah. ladies' underwear. Yeah, yeah with his perfect. song yeah. that he would wear. Right. Right. <laughs> Fucking beef stew. All right. I think this was my last match. <laughs> that's probably for the better. Okay. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Ooh. Garrison. Yeah. And it's private party. Are they
0: are they actually doing like the new Hollywood blondes thing with these two? Oh,
1: Oh, I'm so happy you mentioned it. Because it
0: seems like that's what they're doing.
1: Uh, when Garrison and Pillman got in the ring and they uh, were in the corner, they went back-to-back back and did the projector thing. Okay. And I almost threw my phone at my television. <laughs> listen, I fucking love the Hollywood walks. Okay, yeah. That's legit.
0: And you don't think Griff Garrison's on un- <laughs> parallel with Stunning Steve?
1: No, okay. his hair's not fucking falling out <laughs> yet. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yet. okay. I got so mad when they did it, because I seriously love the Hollywood blondes okay. and I hold them in a real high regard. Uh huh. And they did the projector thing. Yeah. And I wanted to be—I wanted to drive to Jacksonville. Okay. <laughs> and kick both their asses.
0: All right. Okay. And you you know what? I, be- I 100% believe you could. Uh, Griff Garrison's tall drink
1: of water, but Pillman Junior. I don't know. Uh, Broski this week talked about Pillman Junior. And he said that boy is thick. <laughs> So, like, thick in the
0: head? No, because like, oh, like, I've heard he has brain worms. Oh,
1: he's he certainly has wet brain. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, private party wins. <laughs> I'm sure you could fucking guess how good the match was. Uh-huh. And then this is where I retire for the evening. Okay, I bid you adieu. All
0: right. Well, uh, my first match uh, of the four that I had was a uh, six man tag with Pineapple Pete. I'm sorry already. Corey Hollis, Aaron Solo.
1: Oh, Pineapple Pete apparently is done with AEW now too. He never was signed or anything, but yeah, he did like a thing where he's like, "Yeah, they don't need me anymore."
0: Yeah, they never did. Uh, versus the Jurassic Express. Okay. Of the the three of them, all yeah. of them, six man tag. So um, they really let Marco do most of the work in this match, which I really liked. Because he doesn't get the chance to shine on the main show. On the main roster, he just gets gets beat up or gets thrown on people, uses a weapon. But, again, he might be my favorite member of Jurassic Express. He can work. He's tough, which Taz puts over on commentary how tough Marco is. Um,
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. That's your favorite member?
0: Of Jurassic Express, yes. Even though though Luchasaurus gave me chills one time.
1: All right, just wanted to make sure. Yes,
0: one time all those years ago that I don't even remember for why anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Margot Stunt. I, I just I dig Marco. I think he's really good. Um The funniest thing in this match for me is Taz is talking about how Luchasaurus is a real dinosaur and how AEW has real dinosaurs wrestle and then says on commentary He's a real dinosaur. He's seventy five thousand years old. <laughs> and I was like, Taz doesn't know when dinosaurs were certainly doesn't. <laughs>
1: Oh fuck!
0: <laughs> so that was funny. Not that not that Taz's it responsibility to be to understand you know prehistoric ages or anything. I don't need him to break down what dinosaurs were were like when. Do you, think he's, do you when. think he's
1: more of a Mesozoic era kind of guy?
0: <laughs> uh, to me, Taz seems like a Paleozoic guy. Okay, just but, want,
1: just wanted to put that out there.
0: So that was that. Jurassic Express wins. Of course they do. Um, it, it is what it is. Uh. Good rinse pineapple beat. Second match. The returning hybrid two.
1: Okay, I got real fucked up for a second because for (laughs) some, I thought you were gonna say Hayabusa. Yes,
0: the returning Hayabusa, (laughs) returning from the grave.
1: (laughs) Oh, was it the Hayabusa gimmick that finally (laughs) came in? Yes. Thank you, Terry Funk. I love you, Terry Funk. (laughs)
0: The Hybrid 2, returning, we've seen Jack Evans, but now we get N- Angelico also. Oh, thank heavens for that. Uh, wrestling the Natural Nightmares.
1: I'm sorry, man.
0: Um, with Brandy and, uh, what's the other one's Hallie. <laughs> Allie. Allie. <laughs> 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 Accompanying them to the ring, Brandy comes down holding b- her action figures, two of them. Huh. Which I think she calls her, like, Brand Brands or something.
1: Okay, listen. If you're gonna have an action figure of yourself and right. carry it around, the only one who's allowed to do that is Penny Hardaway. Okay,
0: so this the, and that is the thing that bothers me right from the beginning because she comes out and she's like, "I got figures and like playing to the camera with them and like showing them off." I'm like, "This is heel shit." Like she may think it's like everybody cheering for her because she's the she's you know they put over over on commentary. She's the only woman with a with a an action figure and this and that. And it's like, no, yeah, but it's completely undeserving. So now that she's rubbing it in, like I'm, just, you're, it's heel shit. Like you, you don't understand. Everything she does comes off as heel, and it's it, she doesn't think she's doing it that way, but she literally has no other way. Whether it's this or her stupid commercial for her pyramid scheme Ponzi scheme, <laughs> I'm sorry, opportunity uh, thing, like all of it just seems like she's working a heel angle, and it pisses me off yeah. to no end. You
1: know, like she said, most women don't like women's wrestling.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, if only there was, I don't know, a rival company that ran on, I don't know, maybe the same day that up to two months ago had the best wrestling on the planet. It was all within the women's division. But anyway, so the match was fine. Everybody got their shit in. Jack Evans didn't quite know how to sell right to for the setup for Dustin doing the drop-down punch that he does. Well, the chop, the, the whatever, the open-hand deal. Uh, so like he oversold and like Dustin had to drop to his knees and sort of wait for him to figure out what he was supposed to do, which was unfortunate. Uh, and, uh, I've given, uh, a new nickname to QT. Do you know Jack Evans nickname? What was Jack Evans nickname? Flippy guy. No, I was Jack. It wasn't Jack Evans. The man that gravity forgot. No, that was Neville. Was that Neville? God damn it. Okay. Well, either way, that's Neville. Okay. QT is the man that Gravity remembers. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Because he tried, man. And everything that he does, where he has to leap at any capacity, it just looks like some really weak person threw a sack of potatoes. (laughs) Because it doesn't go high, it doesn't go far, and there's barely any impact. Like, it just, it doesn't work.
1: I love that. So,
0: QT Marshall, the man that Gravity remembers. After this match, we get the Brandy's heel promo, um where uh again we talked about it last week, it's in my craw again this week, but it's very much like you wanna be included. You are, you know, oh, you wanna be in God. everything. You were this and you were that. It's like the
1: fucking dark order videos yeah, come to life. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, Holy shit, you're right. You know what? Women wrestling fans probably do want to be included. You know? I think they should
1: be engaged. They absolutely... I, listen, like when they first like brought this up months ago, yeah. I like I was like, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. But put it behind a fucking paywall, right. you fucking idiots. The way you,
0: you engage them, include them, and make them feel like they're a part of it is by putting things on the shows that they will actually enjoy. Yeah. As opposed to just one women's squash match a week. Hmm. So like, Two weeks running, yeah, huh? Yeah, like, it's just, they're missing the point on that so bad. Like, you know, and I, I don't know all the guidelines. If you put your 50 bucks a year, maybe you get a t-shirt. Maybe you get some other stuff. If you get some swag with that, then that's fine. You get exclusive swag to the fan like, club. Do you, get you get a th- membership card? Sure. Whatever. Fine. Do you get a pair of heels? Do something like that. But just 50 bucks for them to feel included and be in like a, a Discord a, chat. A Zoom an, dance an, yeah, party. Yeah, like a Zoom thing where like we're going to have Zoom meetings to talk about all this shit. No. Start putting women's wrestling on your TV, and that will engage people who are, one, fans of women's wrestling, and yeah. two, women who are fans of wrestling. Yeah. There's no, like, NXT didn't charge anybody, and they're the best fucking division in wrestling. Yeah. So, drives me batty, we see that a whole bunch more. Anyway, match three, Penelope Ford versus Rachel Ellering. Okay. Okay, my, my second dose of Rachel Ellering this week, and it was good. Yeah? I like this match. Um, Penelope Ford got all her shit in. Good. Ellering looked good. So much so that I, I think they should sign her. I think she'd be a good sign. I think they could build her up, and cause they, need, they need women in that division. They're looking to build it. They need to build it a different way than they're looking to. But she doesn't needs opponents right now. Everybody's hurt or elsewhere in the world where they can't travel. Sign Rachel Ellering. I thought she was good. She's not going to hold your title or, like, be a, a legit contender. But she can be there and put on a decent match and fill those ranks. So you can have more than one fucking woman's match. A goddamn show. Yeah. Right. Last match I had, match number four, main event, the SCU versus Butcher and Blade.
1: Oh, man, I'm upset I didn't get to okay. see Butch.
0: Now, I was going to text you beca- about this match when it was over.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, but I wanted to save it for the show. But I want you to watch this match.
1: Okay.
0: This match was good. Yeah? It's four dudes. that can was wrestle. It,
1: was it Kazarian and, uh, and Daniels? Daniels. Oh,
0: okay. Four dudes. Know how to work. They sure do. Right? Uh, Butch is there looking like a maniac. Like a fucking madman. Oh, man. Right. So, on the week that the Dynamite is Tag Team Appreciation Night, it is a travesty that this match is not on that card. That makes sense. This was a really good tag match. Everybody looked good. Everybody got their shit in. Butcher and Blade win. Really? Butcher and Blade Fuck win, yeah. dude. Fuck yeah. It was great. I was fucking pumped. And this should have been on the main card. I get it. You want to pump Dynamite up? This was a really good match. Like, this makes everything else. I, even the, the other three matches I watched, like, those last two were really good. This one, like, the, the women's match right before it was good. This was really good. I like this match a lot. It's not It's not going to, you know, you're not getting five stars Tokyo Dome out of it. But it's a solid tag team match where the right team wins. The team I didn't expect to win, honestly. I, I didn't think they were going to put Butcher and Blade over. Um... But it was good, and I want you to watch. it. I was gonna text you, but I'd rather yeah. tell you here. No, that's good. to watch it.
1: I mean, usually I try. There's certain people, like even on Dark, I'll go out of my way to right. watch, like OC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know Butcher and Boy was on. I'll, have to, I'll definitely Blade. have to watch, watch it. I love good. those guys. Um, I don't know how. I don't remember how
0: long it went, but I, I, I did. I really liked it. I think on Tag Team Appreciation Night, this should have been included, um, particularly when we don't see either of those teams on the main show
1: for tag team appreciation
0: night. So, but Butch and the Blade, hopefully they're able to move that on because to me in their ranking system, that counts as a more significant win. That's an established tag team. It's not like they're just beating Sean Dean and whoever they managed to pair him with, even though I like those guys. This is an established tag team with established names. Shivani's talking about how he remembers seeing Christopher Daniels in 2000. Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, Sure, sure, Shivani. Uh-huh. Love you, Tony, but all right. Right.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing him earlier than that when everybody was watching him from backstage and beyond the mat stealing all the <laughs> shit. Him were Mike Modest. But anyway, that's it for Dark. Let's move on. We got lots to talk about. We do. Oh, do we? Starting ever. with AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Let's, uh, for uh, lack of a better term, because there is no better term, let's rock and roll. Yeah. That's right, man. That's right, man. Tana your man.
1: So we're going to get into Dynamite. Tag uh, Team Appreciation. Last night. Hashtag. Yes. Uh, tag Team Appreciation. Yes. yes. Last night, I was not watching either show live because I was watching the Philadelphia Flyers. They're the up in the playoffs.
0: Trader, Dude, come on. Who are they playing?
1: The Montreal Canadiens.
0: Oh. They just, they're the Canadians. They're, yeah, Montreal Canadiens. They're just all of yeah. Canadians they're get the get Habs. To, okay.
1: where the Habs? What does that mean? I don't know, but it's Kev's favorite team this week. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I guess that means the Bruins stink
1: and they're out. No, Bruins are still in. Oh. They're big rivals. Okay. All right. So, enough of my hockey talk. Yeah. You can find that after Porch Talk. <laughs> yeah. um, so, we're going, uh, we're kicking the shit off. JR's talking, hey, we, what? We let fans in the stands that are playing by the rules.
0: Yeah. He always has to bring that shit up. Hey, just let right. it go. It's... I even saw people on Twitter who were there and being like, don't attack me. It's closed set. They're
1: making a social distance, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I mean, just don't fucking post about it. Just yeah. enjoy that you're at a wrestling enjoy show. Enjoy you're fucking there. Exactly. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. So young bucks are making their entrance. They get jumped from behind by the Dark Order. Mm -hmm. First match we have on Tag Team Appreciation Night, the Young Bucks.
0: Because uh, AEW Tag Team Appreciation Night. What tag team do they want to force us to appreciate more?
1: Going up against the Dark Order, which is Evil Uno and Stu. Don't call me Dick Grayson. Yep. Which I still don't get it. Is that like an old man thing? Like why Jr. says that?
0: Don't call me Dick. Yeah. Uh, Dick Grayson was the original Robin for Batman and Robin and wow. later became Nightwing.
1: Well, excuse fucking me. There you go. All right. This match goes 12 and a half minutes. Holy rusted metal, Batman. A little Chris O'Donnell action for you. I don't know what's happening okay. right now. sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You know what? All right. That's, let's, let's, that's
0: for my other podcast, Joel Schumacher Talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this week on eBay... Uh-oh. I almost bought the Batman Forever McDonald's glasses. Nice. Because I remember having them as a kid, and they yeah. broke, and I kind of want them back. Uh, I was just looking
0: on eBay about a uh, life-sized Kevin Nash poster that's also a height chart. Why
1: is that not here?
0: Uh, because uh, the person I saw from follows us on on Twitter and had posted that they found it, and we're thinking about buying it, and I said, if you don't buy it, we will. Perfect.
1: That's, so, all right. I love it. Yeah. All right. Young Bucks win. <laughs> Twelve and a half minutes. This is going to be a fucking wreck this week. Um, That's all right. At least we're uh, both in good moods. Yeah, yeah, right. Young Bucks win. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I didn't mark that down. You
1: know, this was definitely like the, and they even, I think Shivani mentions it on commentary, like the PWG throwback. Mm -hmm. This was always like a feud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck about the Young Bucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. I just don't care. I hate when the balding one like when he looks at the camera and just goes best fucking hot tag mm-hmm. in the business. That is the best comeback That's ever. It. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. So listen,
0: I just don't like them. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. Uh, listen to the show. You know we're, we're we are not fans. I will admit when they have a good match. I will too. Uh, Absolutely. And I thought this was was fine. I thought the dark order looked way better than the young bucks in this I, match. And and I agree with you. Uh, on that. I think Uno is slimming down and Uno's timing was great wherever yeah. he needed to be he was there on time which helped make the young bucks look better cuz yeah. he was there for all their goofy That's shit not right like when they to stand around and wait right his timing was great Stu has been looking really good He's lately been awesome so i don't like that the bucks won i don't like especially because they they managed to cut the cut it down to a handicap match cuz they took the one buck out and the bucks still prevail 2 to 2 against 1 with the one being the bucks cuz of course they do they just refuse to lose uh, my favorite thing about this match is that uh, Evil Uno has gone full-on gimp mask now. <laughs> He's got an upgrade on his mask. It is full-on gimp with awful teeth, and it's great. And I that's the, my takeaway from that is that Dark Order looked great, and they should have won. The Bucks haven't put – I don't think they've put anybody over since Private Party.
1: Yeah. Not outside of, like, group matches and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and outside of, like, Omega and Hangman, but yeah, they're the champs. Yeah, right.
0: So, like, I, Dark Order should have won that. You know, they've been there since the beginning. They were the first – Dark Order we ever saw, and if you want to beef up this tag team division and make it interesting, which seemingly don't want to do, but I think Dark Order we've been again I say it every week, but the Young Bucks losing doesn't hurt the Young Bucks. They're still super over. We're in the minority for not liking them. We really are. People fucking love that team. I listen if around you do, the if you world. Do,
1: fine. I don't I, care. I don't care. I, I just, like I a just... lot of
0: wrestling. You're not gonna like. Yeah, same. Yep. And you like a lot of wrestling that I'm not gonna like. We all can't uh, have. Extreme parka tattoos.
1: Ooh, I'm so happy you just said that. <laughs>
0: like we do, but uh, it's just it's what it is. Like what you like. I'm not here to say that. I'm just it's our opinions. And I don't like the young Bucks. but I don't think this was a bad match. I just think Dark Order looked better. Yeah, overall,
1: I'm with you on that. Uh, we go to MJF getting the the Goldberg knock on the door from Wardlow. Apparently, yep. he's walking in the hallway, shoves Lee Johnson, which is a f- funny because it's a throwback. Throwback to Smojo doing it to him. Yep. Uh, he come, well, there's on his way to the ring. Then they do this whole, it's tag team appreciation night. And they ask Omega and Paige who their favorite tag team is. Omega just says, the Young Bucks are the gods of tag team wrestling. Oh my God. And Paige just looks at him like, what? (laughs) Like, all right, dude. Dude, uh, they said they revolutionized tag team wrestling. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, dude. (laughs) Shoot me. Uh, MJF comes out. He starts with his whole rhetoric. Yeah. Do you give a shit about this? I really don't. Me
0: either. I don't think it's any good.
1: It's just, it's it's campaign shit and it's yeah. a campaign year Yeah, and they're just trying to play off of it
0: yeah but I, and I, the, I do like the we deserve better like that's a little more meta than they think it is uh, yeah um but like yeah i just i don't it, it doesn't it doesn't work for me um mjf trying to be a heel by just mistreating women is a weird thing they do they're doing He's an asshole um because that's what he does yeah and no? i i said before and hinted that they only had one women's match on this show uh, and it was short. it's true only one woman's match, but there was another woman on the show and it's the woman who is with MJF who's his campaign manager and all he does is tell her to smile more. yeah smile um, and I get that he's supposed to be a bad guy, but that's just not how this works. like that's, yeah. that's it's 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 such an easy heat way for it's like where new heels go because it's easier um instead of like actually doing things subtle things in the ring or anything you need to do to actually get over it's just i'll just mistreat a woman for five minutes every week and people will hate me
1: yeah
0: uh so i just it, it takes me out of it the whole thing i just don't get uh it doesn't do anything for me um dictator mocks and all it just it doesn't make any fucking well, and sense again to me.
1: it's like he's trying to play off yeah. of the current mm-hmm. president know, yeah, and, what, and that, what he did exactly you know? what he's trying it's, to do it's is like, dumb as shit yeah i agree with you on that um Mox's music hits, he yeah. sends all of his guards and shit up to, like, oh, he always comes out of the entranceway, or the, the bomb. fucking, yeah, the bomb, vomitor, whatever. vomitor like, like, he always comes out, he, yeah. and I'm like, all right, so he's coming out of the entranceway. So yeah, I of like, course. Telegraph that a little too See, much. Yeah, but
0: that I don't mind. Like, that is one of those things, like, in a scary movie. Like, you watch a slasher, and, like, you know, people go in the woods, and you're like, don't go in the fucking woods, what are you, stupid? And then you're like, yeah, you did it. Like, that, that I'm fine with. it. It's, like, it's a trope of professional wrestling that I can accept, and the clothesline that Mox delivers to the back of MJ's head
1: takes his fucking head yeah, off.
0: Not as hard as Ricky Stark did to Darby a couple of weeks ago, but it was still good. No,
1: but Mox got in the ring and he beat, yeah. he beat the shit out of it him. He did. I was like, alright, this yeah. is what I like, this is my guy. He, he just goes backstage, grabs the mic, and says, we're still not even. Right. Uh, and said, we're not going to be even until all out. I'm going to teach you a lesson in humility. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be a bitter pill for you to swallow. Which, I'm te- like, Mox is still fucking killing yeah, it. Mox the is good. The guy is, like, yeah. he's their champ, and I look at the rest of the roster, and I'm just like, yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see why. Mm-hmm. Like, he's their, he's the fucking guy right now. Yeah,
0: especially right now with, with the limited roster. Um, you know, MJF challenging, I'm sure it'll be good. It's probably not something they would do if they had the whole roster. Um, and it's... In some ways, sad that this is the best they like. This weird political thing is the best thing they can come up with to move to the main event. Um, but I, I think kinda, the match will be fine. I
1: kind of hope that they like do a lot of bells and whistles for the match, make it like yeah. no disqualification or whatever. I'm sure they will. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I hope so. Because mm-hmm. MJ for the rings, meh, whatever. He's fine. Yeah, um, We go backstage to Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because his fucking headner we got taken off last yeah, week it by did. Sammy. Apparently, Sammy caught some shit for that. Oh yeah, backstage. Yeah, hmm. uh, from what I read, even from Hardy himself. Wow. Yeah, because they were just like, ah, oh, this this is taped. We could have just done a reshoot. Hmm. And you decided to pick up this chair and almost. Well, fuck what was, was he guy supposed up. to do? It was supposed to be a different chair. It was supposed uh, to be like a, like a typical like your folding chair. Yeah. As it wasn't a folding chair, he threw at him. No. No. Uh. It was like a full blown like. Comfortable seat where, okay. like, like uh, like the ring announcer yeah. sits. Well, he's young. It's, it's inexperienced. And it's heat of the moment and everything. Yeah. But, like, they said if that chair was down a little bit, that would have hit him right in his fucking eyeball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, well, that would have been... Because, you know, we talked, like, oh, was that real? What Was that... I mean, you know, was that gimmick? T- oh, no, it was full Yeah, fit. sure. <laughs> it was... My man was leaking. Mm-hmm. Uh But Hardy just basically says... This shit happens, He's going to kill Sammy, yeah, basically. Yeah, sure. Um... And then he ends up jumping somebody who looks like Sammy from behind yeah, as a referee wearing a leather jacket and a, t- in a backwards yeah. hat. Right. Which, you know, that's normal. Sure. So, crazy man, I guess. Uh,
0: yeah, that doesn't do it for me. And nope. it, it sucks that he got hurt. Uh, it sucks that they gave gave Sammy heat. You know, that's he's young, inexperienced In the moment. You want everything to look good. But and I, I know this probably sucks to say, but, like, if that didn't happen, nobody would be talking about this at all. No, nobody at all. Because Matt Hardy is uh, even more of a shell of his former self. He has scrapped all of his gimmicks, um, whether that storyline or backstage, like, blending together because what? they weren't getting over. It was
1: weird, like, in the promo where he, like, started talking, like, his other gimmicks a right. little bit. And I'm like, I yeah. just don't care. Because,
0: like, the only time he was successfully over was when Jericho was putting him over with all the Vanguard 1 stuff. That was all Jericho carrying Yeah, since shit. he's been in AEW. Since he's been that's in AEW. It. Yeah, uh, he's been over his whole life. But, like, yeah. here, it's just the, time, the time's run out. I just, I don't get it. So, without that, like, I don't, not a ton of people
1: talking about this stuff. So, uh, good and bad, I guess. Sure. Um, next match, we have Scorpio Sky, challenger for the TNT title. The brand new TNT title. Yeah. Going up against the Prince of Pro Wrestling, Cody Rhodes. Who calls him that? The ring announcer. <sighs> he called him the Prince of Pro Wrestling. Okay. The American Nightmare, mm-hmm. Cody. Hmm. Okay. Which made me real, yeah. like, even like I think the commentators, like, I think Taz was like, the prince of pro wrestling. <laughs> that's uh, that's a quite
0: the, the leap from son of a son of a plumber.
1: Yeah. So now he's the prince
0: of pro wrestling. Okay.
1: All right. So uh, he's not as good as the prince of queens, Brian Myers, but he's the prince <laughs> of pro wrestling. Okay. And uh, we have a referee for this match. We do. Mr. Mike Chioda. Mike Chioda. I think it's a good get. Yeah. I really do. I think he can teach the referees a lot that mm-hmm. are already there. Uh, he probably do some agenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, think it's, a good, I think it's a good get for them. Um, so the match itself goes like 12 minutes. Cody wins. Mm-hmm. Um, the...
0: <sighs> it was a Cody Rhodes match. Listen. Uh, Cody Rhodes... Is the most consistent professional wrestler on the planet?
1: The most consistent mediocre. He's professional c- wrestler. it's, it's consi-
0: <laughs> consistently middle of the road. Yeah, but he's the most consistent wrestler. Like the dude has the same, not the same match, but the same type of match every week. You know, the only time he was elevated in this whole TNT Championship thing was uh, Eddie. That was it because it was a match that felt different. Right, his match against Sonny was real good, but yeah. you and Sonny do a ton of stuff. Uh, but otherwise he's just consistently middle of the road, which is fine. It's, you know, you know, in 1987, he'd make a really good career, like, like two matches from the top of every card, hitting the towns, running and rolling. Um, but at this point, it just, you know,
1: it's the same thing. It's skippable. And like, he's doing his like, kind of creeping towards the heel of shit now. Everybody is. They're all flipping back and forth. Because, I had to explain because to because there are no faces or heels. Yeah, I, to had, ex, him.
0: I had explained to Michelle like about wrestling because she was watching with me this week about like what, like why. She's like, why do you still watch it? And I was like, I mean, it's ingrained in me. I'm like, but I have to accept how how different it is.
1: It's the it's that forever, like, right? I can't explain it. I it's been yeah. there since I was a kid, and it's never going away. And this, you know,
0: we tend to to talk about things we don't like a lot on the show, especially when it's been bad, like the last couple of weeks. But I was like, here's what wrestling used to be. Here's how heels used to do it. They used to do things in the in the ring. They used to, heels used to not be able to do certain moves. Heels wouldn't do flashy moves because then the crowd would get behind them. And you don't want that. You want the crowd to hate them. So if they did an impressive thing, you were like, Ugh. you know, you don't want them to do that. So, like, it was just different ways of wrestling and storytelling and all that sort of stuff to make it complete. And I said they don't really have that anymore. Everybody wants to do the flashy moves. Everybody wants to be the badass that people cheer for. Everybody wants to be Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Yeah. You know, and they, good they or bad. Want that anti-hero.
0: Everybody wants to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. So it's harder and harder to like differentiate that stuff because, you know, in uh, American wrestling isn't treated like a sport anymore. So like, if you go to Japanese wrestling, it, it you know it's treated more like a sport. So there's good guys and bad guys, but it's more about the athletic competition in the ring. It is, and even though it's still the same setup, still you know predetermined all that sort of wrestling. stuff, right? But that doesn't really matter. But American wrestling is based on character and you know storyline. But now everybody wants to be the cool guy who does the the flippy shit, so bad guys, the line gets blurred to to just gray across both sides because it just doesn't matter. Um, Some guys stand out, you know, packs a really good heel, Um, but, you know, everybody just wants to do cool flippy shit. So I I had that conversation when Cody was, like, doing his little heel stuff. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, and he likes to say that they don't exist. It's like, you know, it's not that they don't exist. It's that you guys don't bother to define them.
1: Yeah, because you're lazy. Right. That's what it is. You're
0: yeah. really, you want to play both You sides. want to say you're all about the, the pure wrestling that you want to be about, which isn't fucking true if you watch these shows. For the most part, sometimes it is. Um, but really, they just they want to get out there and look cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, after the match, Brody Lee shows up on the big screen. He has the old TNT title. Yeah. Basically just said, Cody, you're going to put some respect on my name. Uh, Somebody's got to at some fucking point. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, now next Saturday, he's taking the TNT title off of Cody's hands. All right. We'll see. So let's hope. Oh, boy. The big yawn over yeah, there. Yeah, well. All right. Match three. Was this for the tag team titles? I don't think so. I don't even know anymore. Jurassic Express. They don't do was, anything
0: with those titles. They're not interested.
1: They're a fucking afterthought in this company. Yeah. It was Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy Yeah, going up against the, chance, uh, the champs, Omega and Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. So this thing goes about 14 minutes. Your winners, still champs, Paige and Omega. Yep. Uh, it was weird, like, Omega doing the heel of shit this match. Uh-huh. Like, picking on Marco and beating up Marco. And, yeah. Like, I know it, maybe it was a play on storyline from, like, what they kind of started a few weeks ago. But then it was weird last week because he's, like, coming out to help, like, to face this. I don't there's
0: no fucking get it, man. There's no consistency. There's I no, don't get it. There's no <laughs> drama. There's no uh, danger. There's no threat. And therefore, there's no interest in these tag belts.
1: I, like, it's just like, listen, like, the match was okay. I thought, the, like, the final yeah. half of it was, like, pretty good. Jungle
0: Boy was real off. He did a lot of, yeah, lots he of was, slips and stuff. A little he was too a little, much,
1: like, I think he was getting too over his head. Yeah. Um, but Luchasaurus, blech.
0: yeah.
1: Well. Um, We go back, or no? Yeah, we go backstage. Santana and Ortiz are trashing the best friends' luggage and pouring bleach over everything because they are the best. Mm-hmm. Butcher and Blade. Yep. They call their tag team wrestling gritty and ugly, which is why they chose the fucking Road Warriors. You're goddamn right. That put such a smile on my it's face. The only when correct they said fucking that. answer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like. Like it's not the only correct fucking answer, but that's nobody. That's... Nobody on this show brought up the heavenly bodies, and that's a goddamn shame. Um, but Road Warriors, great pick, especially for those guys. We do know you are. Listen, you if, are the
1: Jiggle Jimmy Del Rey of the show. If,
0: uh, thank. You. That is the greatest compliment you've ever paid me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're the Chris Champion of this show. I don't know how to take that. So, <laughs> if we're the new breed, everyone, that's... Uh, yes. Yeah. So... That was for you, Joe. That was, yes. <laughs> so, uh, if I could get in an Andy Williams' ear and tell him to become the Jimmy Del Rey of AEW...
1: I just start with, like, the perverted hip Just a little
0: hip swiggle every now and then.
1: Yeah, going to get over.
0: That's true. They're get over. When you face turn, they just become okay. the heavenly bodies. But anyway, yeah, right pick. Good job, Butcher and Blade. Yeah, proud of those guys. Yeah, uh, who doesn't love the Road Warriors? Lots of people apparently.
1: Most people are dummies. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, if you think the Road Warriors are overrated, yeah. I question your right fucking judgment on a lot of things. Get out of here. Of out of here. Um, the, we go to the ring. We have FTR, yep. Arn, Tolley, the Young Bucks, and the Rock and Rolls man, Rock and Roll Forever man, Tana Hashimoto. One of the Bucks is on the mic saying everyone's enjoying Tag Team Appreciation Night. <laughs> um, they talk about like there is no young bucks without the rock and rolls. Mm-hmm. They're the greatest tag team of all time. Yeah, all that. Bullshit.
0: I agree with the young bucks on something. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe um, the one bald fat baby for FTR. <laughs> he says actual
0: human baby.
1: Yeah, he's like oh. You know, people say we're marks for Arnold's Holy. Oh, God. Totally. I, Dude, I hate and, when people... And, and, I hate, uh, it, the hate it. Rock and rolls.
0: And you know what? We are marks. I hate when I talk like that because I'm like,
1: fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: but, like, I hate it even more when, when, like, wrestlers are in a wrestling ring and they talk like that. Yeah. I fucking hate it.
1: Yeah, and, like, he talks about, like, he's happy he's on the road with his best friend, but he has his wife and daughter at home, mm-hmm. and he gets to give them the life because of, like, Arn and Tully and the rock and rolls, which is, like, you know, it's nice to say. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Ricky gets on the mic, says he watches AEW every week. That's well, a lie. Said he loves it. Him and Hoot. <laughs> 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 Haven't seen so much chemistry in a match. It's Tully and Arn. Uh, just thanks to the Young Bucks, says, mm-hmm. you know, how great they are, puts them over. Yeah. Arn gets the mic. It tells Tully it's been a while and because Tully hasn't been there. Yeah. Arn isn't blowing smoke. He tells the truth. Says the Young Bucks are the best tag team out there. As for the Rock and Rolls, they're still doing it. Yeah. Damn yeah, right right. Listen, we saw Ricky Morton do a Canadian Destroyer and, Ricky uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's right. In they're, Philadelphia, in the ECW Arena, teaming with Tanahashi. In their
0: debut for New Japan Pro Wrestling <laughs> in 2019.
1: That felt like 17 years ago yeah, already. right? Uh, Time to hash a man. Yeah. He said this is going to ruffle some feathers, but FTR is the best tag team in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, bullshit. Which then totally gets fucking pissed and me. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. He tells Ricky, don't start something you can't finish. <laughs> right. Uh, he has news for all of them. Brady's the best quarterback. Yeah. And, dude, like, this is totally just – I'm like – this is a heel being vindicated and being mm-hmm. fucking right. Brady's right. the best quarterback because he has all the rings. None of you guys have titles. Yep. So why are you calling yourselves the best? Right. I'm like, yes, fuck, thank you totally. God damn it. Um, brings up how Arn, mm-hmm. he's got a beef with Arn. Because uh-huh. Arn spine busted him back in almost a year ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, I like this. I like you totally. Yep. Uh, Arn says he doesn't remember asking permission, but he can see what's going on. Spears comes out of the tunnel because who the fuck cares? Uh-huh. Lawrence says, I'm out of here. Yeah. To which Ricky just fucking paintbrushes Toley. We got a brouhaha. That's right. One of the uh, fat baby FTR guy falls down because of his knee from last week. Yeah. The Young Bucks are breaking up the fight, whatever. Uh, rock and Rolls are in the ring. And FTR attacks the Rock and Rolls. How dare they? They dump Hoot. Yep. The, he, they even, he didn't even see it coming. No, they fucking dumped him. Partially huh? because they
0: came at him from the <laughs> left.
1: Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> that fucking eye. Um, they attack Ricky. Yeah. And they give him a fucking... How good is Ricky Morton, man? The best. He's fucking great. And they give him a goddamn spike pile driver. Yep. And Morton does the fucking RVD bump off the pile driver. Yes, he did. Because he's 65 years old. <laughs> he's better than anybody in those fucking rings. <laughs> really is.
0: The rock and rolls. Like, listen, Tony and Arner in that ring, those guys don't work. Uh, you know, the 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 argument could be made as to who's better in the ring in their primes.
1: It's still listen, rock and rolls. I love the rock and rolls. I love the brain I love the brain <laughs> Uh
0: But man, out of the active wrestlers in that ring. Yeah. They're the, 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 the rock and rolls be, the are head fast. and shoulders better than anybody else in it's the, it's the ring at that time. It's not even close. It's not. No, it's really, really? not. It's not. Ricky Morton is a better. I would wrestler. much
1: rather watch a Rock and Roll Express match in 2020 yeah. than a Young Bucks match in any year ever. I have, <laughs> I
0: have the gif on my phone of Ricky Morton giving the Canadian Destroyer to one of the one of Santana yeah. and Ortiz. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, uh, the Rock and Roll's forever, man. Donna Hodgerman. Man. Uh I will say <laughs> the one the be- one of the better things about this promo is that it got people online talking about Tully. And how Tully was robbed, yeah. And how like Tully uh, left the E uh, with Arn. They tested him; he popped for cocaine. Vince ran him through on that. Vin- Jim Hurd then fucked him over on that. Arn went through; they never got to be together again. Yeah, uh, that was it. That, was, that it. was it. And that's a goddamn shame because Tully's a great fucking wrestler, and nobody talks about him anymore. Like he's he's the forgotten. I mean, uh, there. There's always that rotating fourth horseman that nobody talks about. And I guess people don't talk about Tully because he's a cranky old son of a bitch. But yeah. but Tully is the guy that was really good. He's good on the mic. He's great in the ring. And doesn't get talked about. He and was, it's a goddamn shame.
1: He was the mid-card guy for yep. them. Yeah. Like, you go back and watch like, him, Magnum TA. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking. yeah Dude, the slingshot suplex. Yep. I, I fuck, Tully was fucking great. Yep. So, uh... Uh, fucking Omega and Hangman yeah. like run out to check on uh, rock and rolls, and like Hangman's yelling at FTR, like, What the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, what's wrong with you? And then we just go away because FTR fine and they mm-hmm. hug and they walk off. So is this a heel turn? Hey, I no, don't no, fucking no, know. <laughs> none of it makes any sense. They were teasing who the, the fuck hates who? <laughs> <They were>
0: te- <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> They got show title right there. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like They've been teasing this FTR and Hangman thing for so long, and now it's out the window again. They don't know what to do with these tag belts. and it, What they need to do is take them off Omega and Page. You can do all this shit without them. Their names are there. Put them on somebody else and let them actually have matches yes. with, the, with the belt on the line.
1: Make it fucking matter. Please tell me who doesn't like who. Yeah. I'm fucking tired of not knowing. Right. All oh, right. We go backstage and fathead Alex Marvis is there with Mike Chioda. <laughs> Jericho comes up and calls him Fathead. Yeah. And he says, hey, Kiki. <laughs> Which, I, maybe do a double take. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, just saying, you know, he's been friends with Kyoto for 18 years and all that shit. And, right. You know, he wants to make sure Kyoto does the right thing, brother. Uh, this was the do point. Do biz, brother.
0: This was the point of the night uh, where my wife, Michelle, uh, sometimes guests at the show all the time to her chagrin featured at the end of the show um said chris jericho always looks like he just woke up in a dumpster well considering
1: he was allegedly allegedly partying this i mean he weekend. was there
0: we know he was there but i knows it, what
1: was happening it, on that bus he wasn't there for
0: a road wild i'll tell
1: you that much oh my god Ugh. all right sammy's here he's doing the picture picture thing and it was funny because it came out today like i guess like the live like the fight mm-hmm. feed or whatever The producer's like, all right, a minute, Sammy. And he's he's like, 15 seconds. So he's going through his cards. He goes, all right, no, a minute, Sammy. And Sammy's like, you just told me I had 15 seconds. What do you want me to do now? (laughs) Like, he's like, I know. I'm sorry. And he's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just sitting there. He's like, I have my cards. Like, whatever. He's
0: like, already through them.
1: Yeah, he was already through them. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, real 15 seconds. And Sammy goes, yeah, thanks. (laughs) So, <laughs> all right, that's hilarious. Yeah, let's roll with that one. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Um, that made me Shit real happy. Uh, so we have, um, god, I lost my train of thought. Okay, um, women's, match. yeah, because he just came out and did it. For, yeah, that was it. it that was it. It's just all time. Yeah,
0: because normally he'd come out to like, support yeah, Jericho. that's why I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm like, was nope.
1: the main event now? No, no, Mm-mm. it wasn't. Nope. No, because Karasheva is here going up against uh, Heather Monroe. Heather Monroe. Don't know who that is, and you won't, because it was yeah, because it was only on TV for two minutes yep. this week, and uh, yeah,
0: let's include women. Yep, she wins. win. Yep, great. good, great. I mean, good for Sheeta. They don't really have a competition for her right now. No, but God, this ain't enough.
1: Yeah, Shivani afterwards like asked her about the open challenge. She just says she's waiting and to bring mm-hmm. on. Then we go backstage, which is kind of. This made me scratch my fucking head. It was real weird. Okay. Uh, with Jake Roberts. Oh, and, God. This uh, thing was so weird. <laughs> and Lance Archer. And Lance is, like, th- throwing guys into tables and lockers and all that shit. Right. And Archer says to Jake, goes, did you tell them yet? Jake's like, no. Did you tell them no? And he, like, rips Jake's shirt off.
0: Yeah. weird. And, like, weird.
1: pulls it up his back. And Jake has everybody dies written on the back of his shirt. Or on on his back.
0: Yeah,
1: and I was like, "What the fuck was that? Like, that was weird. Why? Why couldn't you, like Jacob just been talking and saying like people are still ducking Archer and just have Archer putting people through ceilings?" Right then? the uh,
0: the last job in professional wrestling I would ever want is to be the poor guy that had to write shit on Jake Roberts' naked back.
1: Yeah, like, it was just real... It, it doesn't know. make any
0: sense. Is Jake going to leave? Is that is that, Are they working on I, Jake I off like TV because maybe like, he's, it's a little too hard on him?
1: Well, I feel like they've been kind of teasing where Jake's been like, I can't control this guy, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And
0: But you <sighs> but you let him write on your back and then say, like, oh, no, please don't. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. It, was, it, was, it was odd. It was fucking weird. Yeah. Um, main event time, though. Yes. We have... The $7,000 obligation match. Uh-huh. Our favorite, Orange Cassidy. Yay. The fucking man. The best. Going up. Baddest man on the
0: planet.
1: Fresh off his weekend tour in North Dakota. Fresh off? <laughs> Chris Jericho. So this match goes about 14 minutes. Yep. I will say this I like the end result listen man
0: Don, how's your man uh, we all knew everybody in the world wanted wanted OC to win OC had to win yeah if he loses the Jericho second this for the second time it's over it, it A, been, out of two it would have been done it's done you OC gets dropped back down hopefully you can build them up to another place somewhere. Got to force a rubber match. Sorry, rubber match. Um, This does that, maybe. (sighs) Um, So, super pumped that OC wins. Love it. You know, needed the win,
1: got the win. But. (laughs) So, I was happy because it was, like, mostly no-nonsense OC. Ready,
0: like, ready to go, right from the beginning. Yep. Yeah,
1: and, and it's like, okay, it shows that he has that side, mm-hmm. which I think it's important for people to see that. Right. You know, like, the guy can fucking go. Um, Man. People that couldn't go last night. Yeah. What in the fuck got into Jericho last night? B- booze? Some biker broad in Sturgis? I...
0: I Jericho looked like dog shit. He
1: looked terrible, and uh, we praise Jericho all the time. I I fucking love Chris Jericho. Same. He's he's, not a human. No, but as a a wrestler, he's legit one of my professional wrestler top Jericho. He's one of the best of all time. Yeah.
0: Um. That first match he had against Orange Cassidy was fucking great. Amazing. Even Jericho was like one of the best matches of my career. Fucking great. The debate was funny. Yeah. O.C. nailed his promo part. Jericho yeah. was great. They played off each other really well. This match was big. It's a way bigger match for Orange Cassidy than it is for Chris Jericho. Or sure. O.C. should have won that first match. But beside the point. Jericho looked like utter dog shit. He looked terrible. Gassed. Yeah, and it, was a, it wasn't even a fast-paced match. Like, they slowed stuff
1: down to let him sort of get back into it. He got gassed real quick, which almost made me think, like, did he get knocked for a loop or something? Like, he get knocked a little silly? But I don't think he did. I don't think he did. He just looked like shit. I think he was
0: partying too hard, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's he did two shows in Surges. I don't know why the fuck they let him do that, because if you yep. look at those things, there's no masks. The whole culture there was like, fuck masks. I don't need them. He did two shows in Sturgis. You know he's not just doing his shows and going back to his hotel room to be safe. He's out there. He's drinking. He's partying. I don't know why they let him do it other than the fact that he has all the pull in that company. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Fine. But this match is huge for Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Huge for that company because this feud is making a star. Absolutely. Because Orange Cassidy was already a star. But putting him in the main event against the most recognizable name they have, the most globally recognizable wrestler they have, one of the more globally recognizable wrestlers of the last twenty years, yeah. Like, it's weird to think about it because it's Chris Jericho, and guys of our generation watched him from the beginning. Yeah, literally. Right, (laughs) but he is on par, on the same level as Rock and Triple H. He was there. He, you know, he debuted the feud against the Rock, like. Yeah. It's a big fucking I know, deal. I think the anniversary that just passed right. this week. It's a big fucking deal. So you got somebody like Orange Cassidy who, you know, wrestling minds around the world, said, oh, he wasn't going to do anything, he's a comedy guy, blah, blah, blah. They showed how good he is yeah. and have continued to show how good he is. Has this match. Everybody knows he's going to win because they got to push it to a third match with a stipulation. Everybody knows he's going to win this one. It's a huge match for Orange Cassidy. It's a huge match for the company, solidifying this top star they have. And Jericho looks like a bag of shit. To me, and again, he won't get any heat for it, but that's fucking disrespectful. Like to me, like and again, I, I, I floated the idea to you: like, did he just not want to lose to this kid? Or did he not think it was time? Did he throw a tantrum? I, 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 it's a possibility, but I don't think it's true. No, I don't. I think he
1: was just hungover. He was just blown up. Like he didn't want to take the dragon screw. Yeah. He fucked it up real right. bad twice. Right. Like, okay, one time, I can get. Sure. Like, the second time, you just don't want to take it. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah. He just, he just wasn't into it. Yeah. Like, is he afraid he's going to blow his knee right. or something? Like, he just do so not want to do it. So, at
0: what point is it, I don't want to do it? What point is, is it, I don't want to give the rub to this kid? And what point uh, is it, I'm just, I'm just fucking out of it? You can have bad days. That's fine. It happens. But Jericho should know better because he knows he's in the main event. Yeah. You know, he knows what he's carrying this big program yeah, why, and why helping you this young dude get over partying, that know? Jericho's put over himself. He said how much he likes yeah. Orange Cassidy and how impressed he is by him. So why do why do this? It, to me, it's like, you know, if Orange Cassidy, if the roles were reversed and Orange Cassidy was the, is the position they were in, the veteran new guy status, and Orange Cassidy showed up to this match looking like a bag of shit, not wanting to do things, not wanting to bump, he get kicked out of fucking wrestling. Oh, 100%. Jericho would go on his podcast and remove him from fucking wrestling. Yeah. So it's just it's disrespectful to me, and it lessens the impact of this match. I was getting text messages from people, like, how bad does he look? Jericho doesn't usually look bad. He doesn't look like his former self, and, and, but he's been and, and, looking and, and good. He's been looking good. He's never going to be his former no, self. No, of course not. But, dude, but he's been looking good, and his, he looked like trash. Night. And it takes all the impact out of it. And as happy as I was that Orange Cassidy wins, and as happy, as open as it is for, for him to go anywhere he wants, obviously he's going to go with Jericho, maybe with Hager, because Hager did get involved at the end and whatever.
1: Well, even like the end, we had that like overbooked shit. Yeah, like, right. And Hager like with his f- dumb ponytail. Yeah, best friends of Braun on stage with right. uh, fucking Santana yeah. Ortiz. You know, Jericho does the whole Kyoto turn around when he has the baseball bat, and then mm-hmm. Kyoto grabs it off the last second. Like,
0: right i don't even mind all that stuff because you want to sort of you got to tease it out here and there and yeah. oh my god is jericho gonna beat him again but not clean because then that can further the program too just all of it just builds the oc looking better but the problem is is that is kneecapped by the fact that he's in the ring with one of the best wrestlers in the last 20 years and he can't even bother himself to do a fucking drag to take a dragon screw yeah it sucks and like i'm super happy and like was like, that's going to be my match of the night, because that first match was so fucking good, and OC's going to win this one. Uh, Presumably, I don't have any inside track on that. It's just in my brain. It's logical. Wrestling logic, yeah. And God, it was so disappointing to see Jericho just, in my eyes, just actively not give a shit. And maybe he tried to give a shit, but the fact that two days before, or whatever it was, he was out partying and tying one on, means he didn't give a shit that he had the main event coming up, with the potential to make this kid even bigger than he already is. And that pisses me off. And fuck Jericho for doing that.
1: Well, we didn't even talk about how bad he fucked up the mousetrap at the end. Right. <laughs> the ma- the finish looked like fucking garbage. It was terrible.
0: And Jericho didn't know what to do. And the, the fucked up thing is that Jericho didn't even have to do anything. No. All he had to do was follow. That's it. That was it. Yep. O.C. takes care of the rest. O.C. S- grabs, traps the arm, hooks the leg, pushes your head down. You fall forward, he does yeah. everything else. Jericho just fucking took a flat back pump Yeah, that's it. Right, because he, he was fucking lazy. Because he didn't pay attention, he was too lazy, and he was too out of it to fucking care. And it's stupid and it sucks, and he got to fucking make it up to OC because the fans online know enough to be happy that OC won, but Jericho's got to repair that to make OC look better because it's his fucking responsibility yeah. as the veteran. Yeah. It's his fucking job. Yeah. If he walked into the ring when he was a young kid and, you know, perfect example Jericho to this day yells about how Bill Goldberg wouldn't put him over and Bill Goldberg didn't want to work with a guy that was too young and too undersized and granted that was way bigger of an offense than it is now but comparatively but he did the same fucking thing he's the veteran in that match whose job is to make sure that nobody goes out of that match Looking worse than they were when they walked in. Everybody's going to come out of that looking better. And he did not do his hardest to make sure that happened. And the O.C. fans know that it was fine. O.C. got the win. Who cares? But we also know that Jericho was a lazy, fat piece of shit in this match.
1: <laughs> and it's bullshit. Go
0: off, King. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> he should know better. And he's a dude who cuts nobody any fucking breaks And No, he doesn't. He cuts nobody. Slack. Nobody any fucking breaks. And nobody has any power to tell him anything. Yeah. And I hope when they walk backstage, Jericho's like, I'm sorry. Because you even hear all those stories about older wrestlers, uh, you know, walking back, what happened there? I'm sorry, I screwed up, this and that. There was a story I read about Kamala um, with, with Cactus. Mick Foley, did you read that yeah, story? I did, yeah. Where, where Cactus, like, fucked something up and he went in the back, and, and Kamala was like, it, what was that? And Cactus like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I got too excited. I'm too nervous. Whatever. And that was it. Kamala just walked away. It wasn't a big fucking yeah. deal. Jericho needed to go backstage and say, Listen, I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Like, like we'll make it me. better next time. It was on me. And I don't think he's a big enough man to to do that. I think he'll
1: just walk back there and go I'm fucking Chris Jericho, deal with it. And that sucks. Yeah, you're. <laughs> You're pretty sure the choir, I'm with you 100%. Um, so that was the end of Dynamite. Even that being said, I don't even think the match was that bad. No, it really was <laughs> I think wasn't. OC did
0: enough to carry it, to make it a decent match. But that first match was fucking great, and this one should have been better. Because if your second match isn't better than your first, what's yep. the goddamn point? That's true. And if your third match with a crazy stipulation isn't better than your second or your first, what's the fucking point?
1: Yeah, like, it, you, you know, you look at, like, the arc with, like, Okada and Omega each match like got better Like you <laughs> know what <I> mean? like <laughs> they left a little something on the table to get better right they're a company in a week they're a year old
0: they debuted in August right I don't even remember we'll have to look that yeah. up yeah but they're still under a year no. old no their TV October October okay so oh you know we started in August this is when NXT started running yep. on Wednesdays anyway it, it, it just kills me. I, I can't even do it anymore. Let's just move on. <laughs> it, just, it just pisses me off so much. It, it, OC did enough to make that match look decent enough. But, god damn it, you're a company that's less than a year old. You have to work on still bringing people in. You know, Yeah, you're winning in the ratings. You're, you're winning consistently. But it doesn't matter. Don't get complacent. You should still be trying to get people to change that channel. I agree. And shit like that gets people to go, well, if Jericho doesn't give a shit, why do I give a shit? And, you know, every... Every week could be someone's first fucking Dynamite. Every week can be someone's first Orange Cassidy match. It's probably nice. not going to be someone's first Chris Jericho's match anymore. No. But every week could be, oh, I, you know what? I didn't see that first one, but I hear this Orange Cassidy kid's real good. Let me see. You know, my, my head's been up my ass for the past 15 years. I've never seen indie wrestling. Let me see what this kid's about because he's wrestling Jericho and I know him. He turns on this match and they're like, no, this sucks. I ain't doing this. I don't yeah. care. And it's bullshit. And Jericho should fucking know better. Because I guarantee you, everybody else in the locker room knows better. And if somebody did that to Jericho, he'd have a fucking shit Oh, fit.
1: he'd be so fucking pissed. And he'd
0: call him out on Twitter, and he'd do all that stupid yeah, shit about he'd him. Yeah, would be pissed. Fucking bullshit. God damn it. And I, I don't <laughs> know if it's di- it would be different if it was a, a, against a guy who I didn't fucking love. Like, I love Orange Cassidy. You know, like, if, if it was against Kip Sabian, would I give a shit? I don't know. You probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. But, man, you're building a star do everything you can to build that fucking star. I'm with you. You know? I'm right there with you. What happened if fucking Andre was like,
1: I don't know how to take a body slam at
0: WrestleMania? What fucking happens?
1: Remember, though, like, after he got body slammed, he also died he, he a couple died. days That's later.
0: True. And so every muscle in his yes, back. Yes. Remember is true. that. Right. Okay. Moving on. HH. I'm done. All right. NXT. Let's <laughs> talk this son of a bitch out. <laughs> so, NXT. By the way, five matches on AEW. Yeah, they went the whole ha- first half an hour with only one match, and then by the hour, only two matches. <laughs>
1: that that spells trouble. But so NXT, we got to recap of that fucking bullshit. Fast Adam forward through it. Pat McAfee stuff. Uh, yep, didn't give a fuck. You couldn't pay me to give a fuck. I just don't, gi- you I just don't give. You couldn't give me Pat McAfee's
0: lifetime NFL salary to give a fuck about this match.
1: He's a punter. He didn't make that much fucking money. I, I could be bought. Um, every, everybody has a price. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny Birch mm-hmm. trying to get revenge against Carrie and Cross after Cross yeah, mu- luck with that. mutilated the whole locker room last yeah. week. This goes four minutes. Cross just mm-hmm. kept dumping them on his fucking head. Those look good. good. They look real good. You know um, what didn't look good? <laughs> All right. That so, dumb entrance. Yeah, I mean, it's real bad.
0: I, I like everything that Carrion does. Scarlett, like, over-lip-syncing all of her shit looks so cheesy. This is
1: the first time it happened. I went, yeah, this I is fucking lame yeah. as fuck. It's
0: real dumb. And um, they're still doing it.
1: Like, oh, cool. Like, we're doing a TikTok, I yeah. guess. All right. After the match, Keith Lee comes out to the ring, walking with a purpose. Just says Cross is avoiding him because he's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Cross is scared. So we went to Regal and said, I agree. I won't lay a hand on you until we have our match. Yeah. Here's the contract. Sign it. like Or are you, like, a, a punk or whatever?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That, up to that point, I'm like, damn, that was good. Like, yeah. Keith Lee, like, he, like he, should, he was fired up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So s- <sighs> <laughs> Scarlet grabs the contract, takes it to Cross. Cross does the weirdest, like, Nonchalant signing of the con- Yeah, he was It there was th- like he just drew like a circle with a square. It looked like he didn't know how to sign his own name. Yeah. It looked like nobody ever taught him how to spell yeah. carrion. So Scarlett slides the contract back into the fucking ring. Uh
0: huh. Nothing I like more than a wrestling contract signing, Brad.
1: He opens the contract and he gets a fucking Mempho fireball right to his goddamn eyes.
0: Yeah. Not a good way.
1: My first reaction was, "Oh god damn it! <laughs> it looked cheesy as shit." Like, like, I like the Memphis Fireball. Like when it's NXT, done well. we're putting the entertainment in your sports entertainment. Yeah, we got we weeks. got
0: contract signings, we got fireballs, we, we got, got we got mid-level celebrities. Uh, facing off against your former world champions on the top of the card. Uh, uh, what else? Um, what else are we gonna do? Is Cindy S- Lopper available? What Sir are we doing?
1: Keith Lee takes the fireball. Mm-hmm. I feel like the camera's on him for the next forty-five yeah. minutes. That's how long it felt. Like listen.
0: Oh, do you think we can get Killian Dane to box Danny Bonaducci on a like mid card at a takeover?
1: <laughs> what the fuck?
0: I just figured, why not throw more stupid bullshit on this stuff?
1: Bonaduce. <laughs> um, <laughs> So Keith Lee's getting taken out. Uh so here here's my whole thoughts on it. Okay. Um when I first saw it. Was laughable, it like literally, I'm like, oh god fucking damn it. Yeah. And then part of me was like, you know what? If it was established that she was like, I don't know, like a fucking I, hell demon like, or something. Or some bullshit. Yeah, sure. Like I think I could be a little more accepting. Like, yeah. hey. When Papa Shango made Ultimate Warrior ooze from his head... Right. That's because I knew he was a fucking voodoo so demon. are
0: you saying that if, if Scarlett was just wearing a chicken bone necklace I'm not a saying top hat, that. she'd be believable? No, but she
1: should do the Papa Shango pain. Okay. And everybody come should. out to the Papa Shango music. Okay. But, like, The Undertaker was the fucking Antichrist, and he was setting mm-hmm. things on fire with lightning. It's pro wrestling, I can, like... I can be all right with that. Yeah, nothing has been established with Scarlet where she's mm-hmm. like fucking Beelzebub. Yeah, and we're just having her do this mythical fire. Oh, shit see, all that's of a that's what you
0: took out of it. You thought it was like that she was actually like some sort of magic fire. No, like I think they just loaded the contract with some fucking gimmick.
1: Well, well, yes. Yeah, but like. No, I took it as like Jerry Lawler does the fireball all the time, I, no, and the only no, no. magic
0: he has is magically not being fired for being a pedophile <laughs> for the past 30 years. So,
1: hey, <laughs> um, no, like they tried pushing it off that like she did that with her mind, did they? Yeah, because like this, it was a slow, like just camera shot wow. on just her, weird, and like. Her pushing in the contract in the ring and slowly dragging her hands out. Like, Mm. and that's what I took from it is like, oh, she's Satan. Okay. And she's a magician. And she's, what was the magician they tried all those years ago? Fantasio? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, there was an episode of Pritchard last, like a couple weeks ago, where he went off about it. I was crying laughing. Um, Yeah. So it it, it it,
0: looked bad. Keith Lee's. Reaction and when it, was and when delayed. Did,
1: like the fucking on the outside of the ring, like the fucking con yell for fucking cross. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh no, yeah, just oh no. They put the little bandages over his eyeballs. Oh god. Yeah, it was it was F- goofy. Uh,
0: I didn't mind it so much. I wish the I wish that like the gimmick was a little bigger, because like it happened, and then Keith Lee even was like, oh that was it. Oh shit! Ah, and then he sold. Yeah. So. Especially on these pre-taped shows like yeah,
1: oh fuck.
0: Um, you're gonna you're gonna redo the most perfect front flip from Dexter Loomis, but you're not you're not gonna redo this uh, flame.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess those fucking dorks on BT made fun of it this week, like the Loomis front flip. Oh yeah, I saw a little clip and I'm like, God, I hate them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first <laughs> or next match. Drake, Maverick versus Killian, Dane. They get the split-screen Dude, treatment. I was, super I was like, what is, what's happening? Wait, Killian, Dane's coming. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, they get the split-screen treatment because Lee's getting taken out. Yeah. They show Mia Yim, like, going with them, leaving in an ambulance. Uh-huh. At the same time they're leaving, Kyle O'Reilly drives his family four-door Nissan sedan <laughs> up, filled with the Undisputed Era. They come out, and they're ready to beat everybody's fucking ass. Yeah. They get in the ring and they kick the shit out of Maverick and Dane. Yeah,
0: I I'm shocked that I mean Killian Dane has been doing nothing unfortunately. Yeah, it, uh, but I like that Maverick went from like plucky underdog, who then gets fired, who then wrestles for his contract, wins a bunch of shit, uh, and then now is already in the booked into what would be a squash, huh. but doesn't even get a chance to be a squash and shares even half of the already halved interruption squash. With just a guy screaming backstage for his eyes to get bandaged, it's Ma- an it's an amazing rise and fall so quickly.
1: <laughs> Adam Cole gets the mic. Yeah. Basically, just I don't know, calls McAfee a bitch. Mm-hmm. He'll see him at take over, and he's gonna whoop that ass. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Yeah. So, undisputed era, not faces anymore.
0: Who knows? Because this certainly looked like some like some heel shit. Everybody fucking like
1: I don't know yeah, again nobody cares. who hates who. Exactly. I don't fucking know. You're not doing your job of telling me. I agree. They're just beating everybody up. It's true. Are you good? Are you bad? Are you the anti heroes? I don't fucking know. Right. Anyway. Deep next reds. match. <laughs> Santos Escobar. Going up against Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze looking to get revenge for the attack last week. Yep. Poor Fandango. Santos uh, sends two o five and live to the back. Says, yep. "All right, boys, I got this." Yeah. I like I like their entrance. Yeah. I think it's. A I like. I still like this group a lot. I, I'm all about yeah. it, honestly. Um, Santos wins in about eight minutes. Yeah. Hits the uh, the Phantom Driver. This is at the end because Breeze kind of has him on the ropes. Two o five and live come out and <laughs> distract. <laughs> yeah. Which then leads to the Phantom Driver one two three. Fandango comes out like with a fucking mop handle. I think it was it was was it the horse that they rode in, like the fake horse they rode in on for one of their
0: gimmicks that he breaks the head off of. Are you saying it was Pepe? No, I'm not saying it was Pepe. I'm just saying that, that like I they was were they, they were dressed as something cowboys or something for one of I their. I thought entrances. it was a mop, but he broke the fucking oh, mop part see, off. See, I thought
1: it was like a horse head, like oh. one of those hobby horse thingers. Well, he but comes anyway. out and he's swinging at everybody. Yeah. Uh, finally, Swerve comes out to save them, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Swerve Escobar. I Yes, yeah. which I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. I I don't want to see Swerve beat him. No, they uh, got to give es-
0: Escobar some uh, really meaningful wins yeah. against meaningful Work opponents. That not I that this will- match was bad. Not that Breeze isn't isn't a known guy and a good no. wrestler. They need to they need to start building this. They got a good stable here. They can really they can move these guys up. Give them another member or two. Yeah, really start to build them and start. One thing I thought they did a good job
1: on reminding people was that Swerve is the only person to have a win over Escobar. Right, right? that's important to me. Like super important. I I think it's really important.
0: Got to tell that story. Oh, who's this new dude on NXT? We didn't talk about that. There's a new commentary guy.
1: Oh, Vic Joseph. Who's that? So he was doing Raw for a bit. Well, he used to do NXT UK. He was doing Raw for a bit. I thought he was good. Yeah. Um, So is Nigel never coming back? Oh, yeah, Nigel's done. he got fired. Did he really? Yeah, they let him go. Really? Like yeah, during the, the mass during the mass calling. Really? Yeah, it was quiet. Huh.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty oh, I didn't sure they know did.
1: Because otherwise he's just sitting on his ass at home.
0: Oh bummer. I mean, I, I imagine he'd maybe be in the UK. Yeah, but not being able to travel. Yeah. Oh, bummer. I'm I pretty, like Nigel. I'm,
1: from what I read, I'm pretty sure he got yeah. he got let like, go. Uh, once, uh, once
0: once once uh, good old Brian Danielson left for Ring of Honor, Nigel was my dude. I love
1: Nigel. I love that dude. He was fucking great. Yeah, he was. Um, Big spiky hair. Yeah, you know just. Hardway uh, headbutts to the fucking ring post in Danielson. Still gross as fuck. Uh, Video package runs for Dakota Kai, you know, basically calling out EO. Next match, Indy Hartwell versus Mia Yim. Yep. Mia Yim wins in four and a half minutes. Nothing to really write home about. Uh,
0: There is something to write home about. What? This match had more camera cuts than any match I've ever seen Apparently in my life. Apparently that's like life. a
1: real big thing with WWE right now. Like, like it was real bad with Kevin Dunn, but I guess it's getting worse. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't watch Raw because I kind of half-tuned out of the main shows, like, just because I don't care. Yeah. And usually because I'm watching Pain Pigs. Um, uh, Nigel
0: McGuinness was furloughed, so maybe he'll be back. Okay.
1: But anyway, um, yeah, so many camera
0: cuts. Like, every move got a cut. And I'm like, no, just let me watch this action, please. Let that's, me watch wrestlers be Kevin wrestlers. Kevin Dunn
1: influence. Big like smiling uh, asshole. I thought you were gonna say Bucky Beaver. Uh another cringy fucking Finn Balor vignette runs mm-hmm. where he's like, I don't care if you're eighteen or you're forty nine, yeah. everyone's watching me. Right. And I'm just like, I wanna fucking stab myself. Uh,
0: so much crap with the demos. Like everybody's talking about demos now, and I'm just not fucking interested. Well it makes
1: me real sad. Yeah. Like Yep. I don't know. I hope like I, he's not doing it. but It's not wrestling. It's not what wrestling is supposed to be. Ugh. Give me,
0: Give me good guys versus bad guys, and just the here's why I hate you this week. Let's go.
1: Yeah. I just, ugh. It kills me. Well, we're leaving bad tastes in my mouth and putting more in them because the next match. Oh, shit. I forgot this one happened. Oh, it sure did. Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest. Yeah. This goes about 11 and a half minutes. Bronson Reed gets the win. I mean, there's one positive. With a jackknife uh, pin. Uh-huh. uh How about the spot in the match where Priest didn't move? For the splash? Yeah. Yeah, and, and took, like, half a Reed right on his shoulder blades? Right on his blades? fucking neck. Insane.
0: I was like, uh, hey, bud. I actually rewound that. I was like, why, I, did two, why didn't did he two. move? <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> That's funny. I That's a two. big dude coming out of those ropes.
1: Yeah, he could have got really fucking hurt. Yep. He could have hurt both, both guys. Yeah. Um...
0: Yeah, match. Who cares? Yeah, uh, yeah, nothing. Uh, so I, I do have a question. Um, Priest doing the broken arrow. Is that was that a new thing? He did the falcon arrow that he calls the broken arrow. Honestly, dude, I don't know. Okay, because it <laughs> looked like complete shit. He like had him up and tossed him to the side because he couldn't like control him. Come on, oh. I know Bron- <laughs> I
1: know Bronson Reed's a bigger dude, but control your guy when you have him up. That would have just reminded me during Orange Cassidy Jericho, and I forgot to bring this up. Uh, OC hits him with a Michinoku driver. JR's like, oh, Falcon arrow, and I was like, you're not cool. Stop. Because like t- like a second yeah. wave, Taz like, yeah, hit him with a Michinoku driver. Uh-huh. I was like, stop, Jr. You don't you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So, um,
0: somebody should have been like backstage, been like Jr. That was a Michinoku driver, and Jr. be like, what do you mean? Like choppy choppy or peepee?
1: Oh, god. Sasha Fresh. Sasha Uh Everybody's doing their job. They're being safe. <laughs> Sasha Yeah,
0: but anyway, yeah. that match stunk. I'm glad Reed won. Uh, I'm not necessarily softening to Reed, but in a match against Damian Priest, he might as well be my favorite wrestler on the fucking planet. It might as well be Terry
1: Funk, right? Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> EO does a video response to Dakota Kai. Great. Yeah. Cameron Grimes' yeah, vignette I, I, I runs. i super, super excited for that. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fucking but, awesome. You know, but like, we're going to love it.
0: Yeah, but like you know, maybe do a little more with it than just some hype videos. But anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes' vignette runs, just to hype him up. It's grime time, baby. Always is. Next match, we have the Robert Stone brand, Aliyah versus Mercedes Martinez. Mm-hmm. Going up against Casey Canzaro and Caden Carter. Mm-hmm. They have matching gear. That looked good. That made me happy. Me too. Uh, stone cuts a promo. He offers Casey a spot, and Casey stomps on his uh, yep. foot, I guess. Which was
0: run over by the tank.
1: Yes, it was. Um,
0: which reminds me of other news we didn't talk about. We'll uh, talk yeah. about after.
1: Well, well, we can say it now. Okay. Shots, his car got stolen. Yep. All of her gear. everything. Yeah. Which is good for her. Good
0: video of them giving her helmet back yeah, and it. It was good. Yeah, it very heartwarming. Yeah.
1: Um, Martinez, I think she beat Casey with the air raid crash. Yeah. Uh, eight minutes, you know. I liked it, man. Uh, it was. I mean, it wasn't. It, it was good. It had a good you pace, f-
0: especially following Priest versus Reed. It was paced really well. Um, you know, there uh, Mercedes is super talented. The other ones are all pretty young and yeah. f- like newer talent. Um, but I, I did. I like this match, and I will say this: uh, there was a spot that was in this match that was also done in the uh, Young Bucks tag match on AEW. What was it? So uh, they may have done it before. Not, calling it a spot may be a little too generous. But uh, the the slide out of the ring toe grab on the Irish whip. Casey oh, okay. did it where she runs. And Irish whip and she runs and hooks the feet as she slides out under the bottom rope to the floor to trip the opponent. Uh, the Young Bucks did that too in their match.
1: Are you saying that Casey and Caden Carter are the Young Bucks of NXT? I'm
0: saying that Casey Cantanzaro did that move better than the Young Bucks did. Okay. It was smoother. It would just looked better all around. And, you know, whatever you want to say about the Young Bucks, fan or not, we've said it before, we're not. There is no way in hell Casey Cantonzaro, should be able to do any wrestling move better than the Young Bucks.
1: That's very true, my friend. Even something as simple as that.
0: Well, that's all I wanted to say.
1: Yes. But I um.
0: did like this match.
1: After the match, Rhea Ripley comes out. I'm in. T- t- took a front Mercedes yep. Martinez. They brawl, Aaliyah starts beating her down to Shotzi comes in, makes the save. Good on them. I'm, I'm fine with the. I'm fine with that. Like like I, I it's one of those like one of these things is not like the other mm-hmm. with Aaliyah being there. Yeah. But I'm cool with that. I'll I'll watch Rhea Mercedes all day. Yeah. And plus like they're you know they're gonna do Rhea Shotzi versus those mm-hmm. two. Like yeah. I'm fine with that. Yep, me too. Things I'm not fine with, we go to the Johnny Gargano home. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And, uh, and they're, they're back on this
0: bullshit. Yeah, they're wearing their like weird
1: track suits, and mm-hmm. I don't even know what they're talking about. I thought they had
0: moved away from this because they hadn't talked about it in a yeah, while, in and a while. it did not get over, but the only good, they got to fill time.
1: What are The only good part about this was when uh, Gargano was walking up the stairs and he says, Good night, Doc, and it's still the picture of Doc Hendricks. Yeah. You put Doc Hendricks on your segment. See, but again, that's, a, that's a, a face
0: thing. You're, what, are you trying to make us cheer for him?
1: That's true. Thatcher gives a Thatcher's Thatch Can yeah, lesson. That,
0: Thatcher abuses his trainees, Volume 7. Yeah, with just Achilles
1: locks. Mm-hmm. Next week, Adam Cole, Pat McAfee face off. Who gives a fuck? Brizongo. And then in, they're and then they're wrestling at the takeover, right? They sure right. are.
0: Great. Brizongo and I. Is that going to be the main event? Great. Uh, I'd probably Crossley. That's true. I imagine. going to win that title. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk see. about that next week.
1: Yeah. Uh,. Breezango and Isaiah, Scott going up against Legado Del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. And the second chance qualifying matches, which one of them's is uh, Gargano and Ridge Holland. Okay. And then, uh, what's the other one? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, is there another one? I don't know. But it's main event time. Uh-huh. NXT North American Championship qualifying match. Oh, if match. you thought I
0: ran it about Chris Jericho.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. We had... Cameron Grimes, Grime time, baby. Kushida, time so I was super fucking happy to see him back. Super
0: pumped. Main event, two guys, <sighs> in, two guys in this main event that I fucking love and was super pumped to see in the main event.
1: Yeah, like I even like because we had to text about this last night. I think I said that too. I was just like, I love both those dudes. Yes, they're fucking great. And uh, then you have the third guy. Yep. Which, I unfortunately. Predicted this shit last week. Yeah, you did.
0: And I'm pretty sure I called you fucking insane for thinking they would do it.
1: Nope. It is Velveteen Dream.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, listen, I didn't really even want to talk about this. Um, we have to, though. Like,
1: I, I didn't want to talk
0: about the match because this guy doesn't deserve to be in a match, right?
1: So, But we will talk about the match because it was pretty...
0: Pretty good. The finish
1: was good. I said, yeah, I said to you, I was like, that... Yeah. F- so, real quick, Cameron Grimes wins the match. Yeah. Uh, he hits Kushida with the cave-in while Kushida had the hoverboard lock-in yeah. on Dream. It looked fucking looked great. great. They're protecting the cave-in. They really are. Like, Grimes
0: is great. Kushida is great. Like, couldn't be happier that those dudes are in the Kushida main event. She looks
1: fucking yep. motivated. Like, he looked Absolutely. really good last night. Yeah. Velveteen. Yeah. Let's talk.
0: So, this this has split the internet. Um, and again, you're, you're more than welcome to your opinion, whatever that happens to be. In no way do I ever expect my opinion to be the be all end all. Uh, do I expect it to be right? If an opinion can be right? No, it's my opinion. It's how I feel. Sure. Velveteen should not be on fucking TV. No. So Velveteen, uh, I, I'll say allegedly for the sake of argument, um, got, it. it, embroiled in all of the, the speak out sort of stuff and was uh, grooming children. Um, initially, even a little before like all the shit came out, uh, somehow, magically, his penis got on a photograph sent to a, a 15-year-old or whatever.
1: I'm, it's not funny, but you said that in such a weird way. Yes, I did.
0: So, uh, so, he sent a dick pic to a kid and he was like, "It is my dick, but I didn't send it." The fuck does that even mean? But anyway, he was like, "Uh, somebody stole my photo. They're doing this. I'm trying. They're trying to set me up. Blah blah blah." And it sort of blew past. All right, fine. You know, you admitted to one part of it. People's photos get hacked all the fucking time.
1: Unfortunately, it's a part of the world that does. You know,
0: that. it was one thing. You got to look into it. You got to take it for what it is. But shit like that, you know, people's photos get stolen all the time. Stuff is easy to Photoshop. Whatnot. Whatever. Week or two later, everything hits the fan, and you see that there's more people, all underage, uh, talking about, or at least we're underage at the time of contact, um, talking about him. You know, saying, "Oh, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to get you in the WWE. I'll get you a career. Let me see your upper body. Let me see your lower body. Let me do th- Let's do this. Let's meet up. What do you like? You know, have you ever been with a girl? What do you like? All this sort of shit." And what school do you go exactly. to? Exactly. All this stuff. Video voice calls, you shouldn't be fucking. All that stuff, a right? Exactly. It's fucking disgusting. He denies it, but he got pulled off T V. Rightfully fucking so. Absolutely. Right. So a bunch of people in WWE, uh, basically all of NXT UK got cut. Yeah. Um you know, Riddle got embroiled and all that. And we said when that happened, and Riddle has addressed it since and said, you know, I had an affair. I'm not happy about it. I cheated on my wife, whatever, whatever. WWE had released a statement and he stayed on TV. And we both had said, like, we were really big fans of Riddle, but now that he's on the main roster, I'm super glad I don't have to fucking talk about yeah, him anymore. Yeah,
1: definitely put a black eye on Because
0: him. I just, I don't need to be involved in that. I don't, you know, if it was just him having an affair, that's that I don't have any sort of dog in that fight. That's between him and the people who he o- of who course. You know, but, uh, you know, the accusations against him were real bad, and so I just, I don't want to fucking talk about that guy anymore, and I'm glad we don't have to. Velveteen, they pulled him off TV abruptly, right? Rightfully so. Disappeared, no talks. No talks of an investigation, nothing. He was just gone, but never released. But we weren't sure. But just gone. Weren't sure what they were going to do. And he's one of their biggest stars. Easily. He's a big name Huge name. So... You know the messages are out there. You can look them up; they're gross. Uh, he denies it. You know? Uh, do I believe that all these people are organizing against the guy with very similar stories and everything? You know, people. A lot of people online are like, "Well, show me the proof." I'm like, "Well, there's the proof." Like, yeah. you believe it or you not, or not. You know, I don't think he belongs back on TV. I think he should be fired. I think it's disgusting. But people are like, you know, well, WWE wouldn't put him back on TV uh, if if what he had did had actually happened, they would have, they would have investigated and they would have kept him off TV because they're why protect him. And I'm like, well, because Vince is cover allegedly covered up for a murder. Hulk Hogan's back on TV. They celebrate him. Like he's the God that he, that he once was, um, Jerry Lawler has kept a job on WWTV and he's a, I mean, it's noted that he has shady dealings with underage girls. Um, allegedly, um, so like it just it, it's really it really sucks it 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 hurts me as a wrestling fan it hurts me as you know for for the people that for the the kids that he did this stuff to that he contacted uh, you know and people again compared it to try to compare it to Sammy Guevara like Sammy Guevara did. A way lesser offense, still an offense, but a way lesser offense than grooming children. And he got a month away without pay, supposedly. Who knows how much that is? Sent to training, got all that sort of stuff. They addressed it, right? If WWE came out and said, "Listen, you know, we're we're aware of these things against Velveteen. We've done our investigation. He was off TV. You know, we've sent him to whatever education we needed to. We've had the talks. We've we've thoroughly looked into all of this, and we've sure. deemed that nothing was wrong. That it's faked." He's back on TV. Fine. They addressed it. I'll take him at their word because uh, to watch professional wrestling in 2020, particularly WWE, uh, you have to accept that they're fucking dirtbags. Yeah, you have to swallow a lot of shit. You have to just accept that Vince McMahon sucks. That Vince McMahon is a piece of shit. And for every one good thing he does, it's to hide the 20 bad things that he does. You're absolutely you right. Have to, you just, to be a wrestling fan, you have to live with that. So if they just came out and said, we did our investigation, we couldn't find anything that was solid, so we're going to stand by our guy until something more comes out, he's coming back to TV when we feel, when we feel he's ready. They didn't do any of that. They just took him off TV to wait for it to try and die down and brought him back. And people are defending it and eating it up, being like, well, WWE has everyone's best interest in mind. The fuck they do? Not that AEW does either. I'm not trying to make it that. But, like, God, he shouldn't be back on TV. It's, It's insulting. It's disgusting. It makes me not want to watch NXT. Because even after this match, I was going into a program with Finn Balor. Yeah. Finn fucking Balor. And maybe there was an investigation, but say something, because otherwise, whenever I see him, I'm going to think, you groom kids, you're a piece of shit, and anybody who just stays quiet and works with him, knowing that that's the kind of shit that he's done, are just as fucking complicit.
1: Yeah. Everything you said, I absolutely agree with. Boom. I, I think it gets a little bit more magnified for me this week, because... You have Rev Pro coming back and booking Osprey after right. all of his blackballing shit. You have scumbags like Joey Ryan mm-hmm. thinking it's okay to put his Twitter account back up. No shit, did he? Oh, uh, yeah. And he had like some quote, like some fucking quote about from the Bible or something in his bio. He started blocking a bunch of people again. Like,. So now he's starting to test yeah, the waters. I don't follow
0: any of that shit, so I'm, that's news to me, then but fuck today, that guy, too. Then today,
1: you had David Starr reactivate his Twitter oh, account shit. today. That shit got shut down real quick because yeah. he deactivated it again real fucking quick. But it, it makes me, it just, it, it bums me out because, you know, the whole speaking out thing was, I feel like, a necessary thing that had to happen, mm-hmm. for sure get the scumbags out yeah now that it's died down a little mm-hmm. those same fucking scumbags are starting to put their toe back in the water right and trying to see, hmm let's see what the climate is and i really hope that people still are just fuck these guys yeah don't fucking let them anywhere near this shit right and that's why like seeing him on tv last night it was so disheartening yep It sends a
0: signal to the entire wrestling community that,
1: like, we'll just sit out a month. You're good. Like, listen, those shows are taped. If they would have came, even after the show, immediately just put a statement out. Right. Like you said, hey, we investigated. We found there was no wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, again, like you mentioned, 2020 WWE, you got to swallow some shit. A ton of shit.
0: And, I mean, Vince McMahon covered up a fucking murder for 30 years. Like,
1: if you would have said that, I would have said, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take you at your fucking word on this. Mm-hmm. But to just be so... Yes. Just fucking... And, and other, like, another thing, like I haven't seen anybody on that roster in that company come out and say anything. Right. And that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, unless they're keeping this under wraps because they believe that there was truly nothing. Fucking say something. Say something. And,
0: you know, I wouldn't even be excited to see him. If they, if they said, you know, we cleared him, it was all fake, blah, blah, blah. I still wouldn't be like, yeah, he's back, here he is, woohoo, But I w- also wouldn't be like, you know, fuck this dude. Like, get him off my fucking TV. Like, I don't even want to cover your show because he's on it. Um, yeah, it... It's, it's super disappointing. It sucks that these other guys are trying to crawl back in. And you have that, like, sort of group of people who are like, well, you know, he deserves a second chance and you can't cancel everybody and it's his livelihood and blah, blah, blah. Like, well, you know, they, they knew what they were doing when they did it. And, you know, it's their dirty dishwater. They got to sit in it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that David Starr got pushed right back off TV. There was a pretty big out uh, backlash on Twitter with Velveteen. So hopefully the E sees that shit. Uh, You know, because, uh, you know, the, the, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, you guys sitting back there like Regal, like you guys are OK with this. Yeah. And if if he was cleared, then tell us, because otherwise we only see what you guys show yeah, us. Fucking say so. Something. Ignoring it just makes it seem like you just want it to go away and hope everybody forget. Just bring it up. See, we understand there was allegations, accusations. Uh, We've looked into it, you know we've spoken with the the victims we've spoken with the velveteen we we figured out what happened you know uh, you know he acted poorly but in the end did nothing wrong whatever uh, you know say fucking something yeah just ignoring it means you just you just want us to all forget and this isn't like you know uh you know this is golga forget who john tenta ever was like you know, like they do that shit all the time. You know, just forget that this, forget that the godfather was Papa Shango, you know, all that sort of shit. Sure, like, sure. just just have a short memory when it comes to that stuff. This is different. So, yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, just completely not happy. I'm glad he fucking lost. If he won, this would be an even bigger fucking rant. Um, yeah. And, you know, having him in the match, fucking, it also then hurts Kashid and Grimes. It overshadows those guys. Just like Jericho looking like a fat piece of shit in that match against OC, this takes the impact out of that match. Grimes wins. That's great. Yeah. You know, like, they're
1: actually going to push Grimes a little bit. Maybe. And poor Kushida have to eat the pin. Right? Yeah. Ugh. So. Well, yeah, after the match, Balor comes out as a showdown. Yeah. Fucking, who cares? I just, I, I there's no way I'm ever going to be interested in
0: this until they say something. Yeah. Or, or they just, uh, next week, have Balor beat the shit out of Velveteen and he goes away again. Yeah. You know, and uh, just uh, just say something. Just yep. say. Just say something. You know. Something. Uh, I mean, it's it it's so hard. Like, you can't necessarily go the Sammy route. Like, well, we you know we send them to these courses and sensitivity training. And like I've said in the past, like I'm all for education over cancellation. When it's when it's grooming children, when it's like pedophilia or borderline pedophilia, I, there's no coming back well, and from that. Unless weeks you're Gary Lawler, but yeah, it's a case by case basis. Yeah, you can't
1: exactly. you can't do yeah. one thing to one person right. and expect the same for the other person. Right. It's but the it's, severity of things. If you
0: look at the The chats that are out uh, there—it's pretty damning. And I'm not saying this stuff can't be faked. I'm just saying, prove it to me. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you.
1: All right. That was the end of NXT. That's it. Seven matches on NXT. So we're gonna do the tough job here, and I'm asking a real difficult question. Yeah, you are. Match from each show. Match overall. (laughs) Show overall. All right, pal. Here's where here's where we stand.
0: All right. I'm gonna break this down. As quickly as possible. I look for, when I have a hard time, I look for best thing on one show versus best thing on the other. Worst thing on one show versus worst thing on the other. And I take the average and I figure that shit out. The problem is. you with your algorithm. The problem is the best stuff on both these shows were marred. Because Orange Cassidy winning in the main event would be my best thing. But it was marred by Jericho looking like a bag of shit. Yeah. NXT, the three-way would have been my match. Yeah, yeah. But it's marred by the fact that you let a fucking scumbag back. So I can't pick those. Right? So that hinders everything else I have to pick. Because uh, since we go AEW first, there was some decent stuff. But, like, not, not a ton of stuff I loved. So, because it's our podcast, because I'm co-owner of this, of this show that we put on every week, my show... Of the night is or my match AEW match uh, of the night because I show of the week if yeah, you want. No, my AEW match of the night is an AEW match of the week because it is SCU versus Butcher and Blade from AEW Dark. You're allowed to do that. I it's my fucking podcast. Either one of us are absolutely allowed to do that. That was the thing I enjoyed the most, so I'm doing that because otherwise I'd have to pick through the Young Bucks. Or uh, Jurassic Express match. And that just ain't fucking happening. And I can't give it to... Orange Cassidy wins is my, my favorite thing, but I can't give it to that match. Yeah. Jericho looked like shit. NXT. Same thing. Can't give it to the main event. Not giving it to Priest versus Reed. Not giving it to Andy Hartwell versus me and Yim. Drake Maverick and Killian Dane didn't fucking happen. And the first match was basically a squash. So what do I have to give it to? NXT matches Casey uh, Casey Canzaro... And Caden Carter versus Ali and Mercedes Martinez because at least it was a match without problematic people, and I like the pace of it. And that's just what that is. Plus, I like Caden Carter's new gear. Just saying. Match of the night is harder. Sup, Caden. No, no, no. Sup, Zaya. Hop on Zaya Lee's Instagram.
1: See what's going on there, pal. Then they're done that, my friend. Yeah.
0: So, Match of the Night becomes harder because. Uh, I cheated on AEW, and NXT isn't was is, is okay. Only hey,
1: you could say so AEW.
0: So, match night's got to be SCU versus Butcher and Blade. It's okay. easily my favorite match this week um, that we've that we've watched. Uh, I just I want you to watch it. I dug the shit out yeah,
1: of it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it tomorrow. Uh,
0: show of the night, Velveteen Dream being back is a bigger transgression than Jericho just having a bad night, looking like shit, and not taking responsibility in a match when he should be taking responsibility. Maybe he did backstage afterwards, that's fine. But what I see in the match, he did not take responsibility to protect and make sure everyone looked better coming out of it. That being said, because Velveteen's back, and that's a total fucking shitty move, AEW wins my show of the night. All
1: right. How about you, pal? So for me, talk to me. Oh, God. I didn't like I didn't love anything on AEW. Nope. Um so I'm going to go How sad is it that like there's <sighs> I know, a, 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 man, Orange Cassidy I know.
0: clean pins Chris Jericho after overcoming interference from the inner circle. He clean pins the one of the top five wrestlers of the last twenty years and we can't even call that our favorite thing because Jericho looked like shit.
1: Yeah. He really looked that bad. Um I guess I'm going to go Megan Page versus Jurassic Express. Okay. Just, I I don't know why. Just, it was the least offensive thing. Because it was there, yeah. Uh, NXT, another one. I'm going to (laughs) go. I'm going to go Escobar Breeze. Okay. Because I I do like Escobar a lot. That would have been, that was close for me. Tag team wrestling wins out always. Sure. Um,. I'm pro- I'm going to go Escobar Breeze as my match of the night. Okay.
0: Wow. We're in. Uh,
1: show, though, I'm going to go AEW. Yeah.
0: Uh, a- OC winning gives AEW the bump for me. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I, I, I didn't necessarily hate either show. Like, I've really disliked some shows that both of these companies have put on. I didn't feel that way about either of these shows. I was mad at Chris Jericho. I was mad at the company as a whole for Velveteen. But, like, I didn't hate either show. They both did some stuff, some story work, building to things. There just wasn't great wrestling necessarily on either, and you know that's what? disappointing.
1: I didn't hate any either show, but they both kind of bored me. Okay. Like, I don't know. I felt a little bored by them. I I don't know. I just... NXT, there's such a fucking sour taste in my mouth last week, and AEW, like... Uh, again, like I said, like I don't know who the fuck is feuding with who anymore. Right. It's just very unclear. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's. Uh, I hear you, that's pal. what I'm going with. I'm going to go with AEW.
0: All right. Well, pal, that puts us at, for season two, I'm at 18 for AEW and 12 for NXT. And you are at 16 for AEW and 14 for NXT. And overall, I am 21 and 21. And you are 20 for AEW and 22 for NXT. All right. And ratings, real quick. Last week we recorded a day early, so ratings weren't out yet. So I just want to pop that in here real quick. Last week, AEW pulled the 901,000, which is like their biggest in a long-ass time.
1: Yeah, probably since like the debut, right? No,
0: uh, since, let's see, they did nine oh six. In March.
1: Okay. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So it's their it's their biggest of the COVID era, if you will. Last week was Uh, NXT did a seven fifty three, which isn't bad for them. Actually, they're still pretty good. Middle middle of the road. They've done worse. They've done a lot better. This week, AEW pulls a seven hundred ninety two thousand, which is you know over a hundred thousand drop, hundred and nine thousand drop, and NXT does six hundred and 19,000, which is like 130-some drops. So, big
1: drops. Really bringing in the ratings with this Cole McAfee feud, huh? Yep.
0: K- killing it with Cole McAfee. So, the 619, uh, their lowest since July 22nd with a 615, but prior to that, their lowest since May. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're just—it's not consistent, uh, and I know there's sports are back, whatever.
1: Well, yeah, now playoffs are heating up, so yeah, uh, good luck.
0: So that's that. Uh, before I get into social meds, next week we have a, a weird thing to to deal with because Dynamite gets bumped.
1: Yeah, Dynamite's getting bumped bump to Saturday night at six o'clock. Should be 605. should be six o five. I thought the same goddamn thing. <laughs> hey, on the mother ship. Um. Because of the playoffs for yes. NBA, yeah. So next Wednesday, I think what we'll do. We'll talk. We'll cover deadly deadly draw, deadly draw. Dark. Dark. And NXT. And NXT. Well, next Thursday show, whatever. Yeah. Saturday, not only do you have dynamite, but you also have NXT Takeover Thirty. Yes. So I think that Saturday night we're going to record talking dynamite and NXT takeover. Yes.
0: So we'll still compare NXT and Dynamite like normal. We're ju- they'll just be split because we don't want to do a mega show just on Saturday yeah, cuz it'll be so it'll be cause a, we'll be recording late. Yeah, it'll be a shorter show on Wednesday, well, uh, for on Thursday because we'll have one we'll have 2 hours less to talk about. Yeah. But then on Saturday we'll have like 5 6 hours of wrestling to talk uh. about. Working on uh, a guest. Yes. Hopefully, Let's hope. if I can convince that person to not despise wrestling for more than a few hours.
1: That person's kind of a big shot now. Big shot, definitely big shot. But we're trying,
0: so we'll see. You'll know when you hear the voice on the show Saturday night. I, I guess I, we'll put it up like real late Saturday. So that's what we're doing there. Then after that, I think AEW gets bumped. The Thursdays for a week or two.
1: Yeah, it's something weird. If that's
0: the case, we'll keep. We'll just keep it regular. We'll just watch yeah. AEW together Thursdays right yeah, before we record. All. We'll keep that regular. So this should be the only one from the foreseeable future that really messes us up. But at least there's also a, a takeover, so we can do kind of a full show, absolutely, and get you a bunch of stuff because we were going to do the takeover show anyway. Yeah. So that's that. So slightly uh, adjusted. Topics, content next week, but still the same relative schedule. Yes. Other than that, I'm going to hit social medias if you got nothing else, pal. Do it up. All right. So, you can follow us on Twitter at Wednesday War Pod. Uh, Same thing on Facebook, Wednesday Night Warpod at Gmail, WednesdayNightWarpodcast.com which will direct you to the Podbean so you can listen to all the shows. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're all over the goddamn place. Check us out. If you're hearing this, my voice right now, you already did. So thank you. We appreciate you all listening. I'm um, always thrilled that people want to listen to this stuff um, because I love doing it. And uh, I'm glad, hopefully, you like listening to it. Uh, Student Rename Network, our podcasting home, our network, our friends, our family – uh, at STBN Network, soon to be named uh, There you see Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, A uh, Todd's with Wrestling, uh, Puzzle Warriors 3, Final Wrestling Place, tons of stuff. Uh, shout out to the Pod Van Dam boys. I'm going to try and say hello to them uh, this week because we will be at the Mahoning Drive-In. We for, sure will. For what are they calling it? Wrestle Real to Rumble. Real to Rumble. Uh, wrestling wrestling matches presented by the LVAC uh, and wrestling movies. So, uh, a little bit of a, a tsunami Name Network get together kind of there. Uh, if anybody even wants to talk to us, uh, we'll see. We're, I mean, we're the coolest on the network, so who else are you going to oh, talk Oh, yeah. Who else are you going to talk to? We're super rad. We are. We're very rad. We're so rad. Uh, other than that, Email the the show about how terrible Damien Priest is or how great you think Damien Priest is, and I'll read that on the air. Uh, rate and review on iTunes, uh, and uh, let us know what you think of the show. Do you want to ask us a question? you want to see if we're going to actually purchase that life-size uh, Kevin Nash height measure yeah, we poster? We need to talk about this. We do need to talk about it. off oh, fair. And uh, we'll take custody of it. We'll split it in half. No, we're not going to split it in half. That would be unfair to Big Kev. Um, <laughs> My woke Jesus. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, if you want to uh, hit either of us up personally on Twitter, I'm the dude, I D O O G E. Uh, I don't know what I've been talking about, but it's usually horror movies or uh, something, comic books or, or ranting about wrestling. <laughs> what else do I talk about? I have no idea. Brett, what about you? Where can they reach out to you, pal?
1: So if you'd like to talk to me about the Philadelphia Flyers, because yeah. they're in playoff swing, Yeah. talk to me about Kata Hot. Cause I love me some cotta hot. I don't know what that means. That's that's the way it needs to be. Okay. Um, if you want to talk to me about how the Sixers are starting the playoffs, and how they're gonna get romped, can't wait. Uh, or you want to talk to me about how Damian Lillard is on fire right now in basketball? Most of those things mean nothing to me, and that's sad because I love them. I okay. love Damian Lillard. Well. Um, I'm at X Edge 570 Yeah. Come talk to me this weekend at Real to Rumble. Yeah, probably won't. We'll I'll be, be there wearing a mask. Yeah, which I hope well, everybody else and this else is.
0: is this is a, an audio format, so nobody really knows what we look like.
1: Yeah, my pictures, my pictures out there, brother. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you want to uh, come say holler, come say holler, come say holler. It's almost one. A.m. If you want, if you want to holla, if you holla, hear, him. Holla if you hear me, yeah, this is for all my freaks out there. Come say hello, um, but if you're not. Going to be able to attend the LVAC's Real to Rumble at the Mahoning Driving in at Lee in Pennsylvania this weekend. Okay.
0: Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Showing Body Slammed and uh, Ready to Rumble. And then Saturday is
1: Suburban Commando and a mystery film. Ooh. Ooh. If you're not able to do that, what you should do, and if you, if you want to get your fill of independent wrestling, yeah. you should go to independentwrestling.tv, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Yep. This weekend, two shows H uh, Two O Wrestling is running on Friday and Saturday night, featuring a no ropes barbed wire match: Matt Tremont versus Mouse. Hmm. Lucky Thirteen is going to be there. Okay. Low Life Louie versus Homicide. Is this like a, a like a brand new show, or are they rerunning something old? No, it's brand new. Oh, okay. H Two O. I think that's the school that Tremont runs. Oh, okay. All right. So that uh will be going Friday, and then they have another show on Saturday as well. Okay. So, if you want to watch some independent wrestling, go to independentwrestling.tv. Use promo code MORTIS. Ooh. That'll get you five days faux free. All right, pal. That's it. That's all I got. It's a late one. It's a late one. It's a long
0: one. But it was a good one.
1: That was a very, yeah, I had fun with that. Me too. That was good. Do your thing. Let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Pro wrestling. Let's go.
0: You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Not
1: enough, nerds!